0: Hello and welcome to Bento Pod, the show where we take a bite-sized bite out of anime, put that anime out to good use and just take it out to pasture sometimes and go, you know what, maybe this anime wasn't the way to go, but we'll find out, we'll continue to watch and put it in your lunchbox. Uh, I am your regular host, Zach. Joining me as always is Tai. Uh,
1: Bento Pod, uh, you, kono podcast, youkoso, Tai desu.
0: And always another, another host,
2: Rob. Hey guys. And friend of the show, Daniel. A real man is never killed, even when he dies. Uh,
0: sure, I guess. I mean, that's, is that a, a quote of some kind?
2: Absolutely, it's a quote, and I'll give you free guesses as to where it's from. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. It's a minor mecha anime I keep on telling us we all should watch.
0: <laughs> oh, good
2: grief. No, no, moving on from that. Just get, getting off that off right out of the bag, because today's going to be an interesting episode.
0: Oh, look, today's going to be a long, long episode of just more and more shows that, you know, they just keep coming and they don't stop coming. And that's how the rest of that song goes. Does anyone know the rest of the rest of the words to that
3: song?
4: <laughs> I'm going to leave you hanging. This is fun. <laughs> but yeah, I know which song you're talking about. But honestly, I don't know the rest of the lyrics off the top of my head. No no one knows the rest of the lyrics. It's it's a miracle that's lost to time.
3: <laughs>
0: anyway, so how have you guys been this week? What's been happening, uh, Daniel?
2: well everything is happening at work now so my life has been work sleep anime i watch anime in my sleep now <laughs>
4: <laughs> why do you That's make the... your schedule sound so envious all the time work sleep anime the ideal life
0: i know right and <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been up to rob what's been happening this week for you
4: uh well i spent a lot of time this week at my partner's place and um then went back home played some games and then just smashed out the anime so yes. it's been a kind of similar actually to daniel's week
0: fair enough uh wh- what have you been doing ty what have you been up to this week
1: existing again
0: always existing <laughs> And you're going to have to move closer to the microphone because you are too far away from the microphone.
1: I'm literally talking right into it right now.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. We'll just have to do something like this then and continue things on. Okay, and since nobody asked, I have been working, sleeping and watching anime as well. It's been a fantastic time. I've had quite a good time doing that and I'm glad that we can move on from there. So. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you re- yeah, okay. We need We need to sort out a way to ask you <laughs> in a smooth way, because I feel like every time we let you down and that's all right. it just like eats away at you just a little bit. It's like, no, I can't have okay. that.
0: That's okay. I- I'm used to it by now. It's not something that I can expect from my co-hosts to be able to take any kind of responsibility for asking me how I'm doing. That's fine. I appreciate Look, you guys are here at least.
2: We could, Zach. We really could ask you how you're doing, but we just don't care at all.
3: Mm. I care. Mm. I care. <laughs> no, look, that's, he's
4: that's lying. Correct, but I wouldn't
0: care. <laughs> that's all right. Well, we've got a, a full week lo- this week, so just like last week, we had a whew, we had quite a week last week in terms of new shows, and yeah, they just keep coming. It's it's almost as if the anime industry just continues to grow and try and make money, which I just don't understand. Why would you? Why would you bother doing that?
4: Really, they should be paid oh, in honestly, exposure and love. <laughs> I f- I feel like we're going to need to start. Uh... Start uh really getting better at this, just because man, last week was a slog. I think it was what three hours? Was it?
0: Yeah, last week was was three hours just under. Oh. But we had so many shows to get through, oh, and this so week we have even shows. more shows to get through. Mm-hmm.
4: So to all the devoted fans out there, thank you very much for putting up with us because <laughs> that's that's a lot.
0: <laughs> it's, it is a lot, but hopefully you broke it up throughout the day. You didn't listen to a three hour block of us talking because that's I can't imagine anything more painful.
4: Anything better than listening to you talk for three hours? Come on, oh, come no, on. I'm,
0: me talking for three hours. My voice is uh, is grating, but let's move <laughs> on. Let's just get straight into things. So this week, uh, one of the new shows that came up was Eagle Talon Golden Spell. And let me tell you, this show is bananas. I've got big flash animation energy out of this show. It feels like a, an old flash animation. It looks like an old flash animation. It has the humor of an old flash animation. If it wasn't for the fact that it specifically references coronavirus, I would think it was from the early 2000s.
4: Sorry, what's the title of this one?
0: Eagle Talon Golden Spell.
4: Eagle Talon Golden Spell. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes.
0: Uh, the story is about an evil group called Eagle, Eagle Talon, who are trying to take over the world, but they had to do so remotely due to coronavirus.
1: Hmm. Funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is quite, it's a bit of an odd one. Um, I'm there, when are they are going to do that this week?
2: Sorry, I'm n- I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that there's an anime that is already capitalising on the coronavirus. Like I mean, look, it's it seems too why it's soon. That's it
0: big flash animation.
2: It just seems too soon.
0: <laughs> it's not. It's been happening for you know nearly a year now. It's not like it's new news.
4: But oh Jesus, yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> but. Um yeah, sorry, I'm just so, looking at the artwork and it looks really cool. Like, it does yeah, look like, like old school animation.
0: Mm, mm, mm. It's it's interesting on that side where it, it does look really strange. Um, they've made a magic sound, or at least this week, their plan to take over the world is they've made a magic sound that can make humans do anything, but they've decided that this sound, they're going to make people poop their pants.
4: Yes, the brown noise. I was, was so going to say, so they, have, they have a literal brown note. Excellent. I approve wholeheartedly.
0: <laughs> uh, they're faced with a superhero called dx bomber who's also working from home and he started a remote superhero agency which is basically just a an it company to be quite honest with you it's not anything of any note or anything it's just basically an it company
4: well to be fair in lockdown most of our uh real life and death emergencies are internet connectivity issues so that's mm. that's a real superhero act
0: yeah look that's true that's true uh, so the first plan of them is to remotely take over the the discount grocer. So they're gonna go downstairs and get the discount grocer and take over from there. But he doesn't have a smartphone, which means that they can't play the magic sound. So therefore, he needs to get a smartphone.
2: Jesus Christ! <laughs> so These guys are on such a low budget. What the hell?
0: <laughs> they go out and they buy him a phone. <laughs> Eagle Talon buys the grocery clerk a phone and then they have to keep going down there in person to see him to fix issues eventually culminating and buying phones for all of the business owners in the area and they say okay well now that we've got your smartphones we'll get you all into a group call and we'll do the magic sound all of the business owners refuse to take the calls and end up they, they can't take over the world because nobody listens to their sound
2: that's pretty funny <laughs> i'm just <laughs> aghast at how this fell down i, I it was a flawless plan <laughs> It was.
0: Uh, they're then blown up by DX Bomber, who blows them up remotely. And that's the end of the episode. Y-
4: you know what they should have done? Is just had laxatives in cookies. Same oh, effect, much more foolproof plan.
0: Exactly. It's the perfect plan, laxatives in cookies. Uh, overall, I would say it's very weird and very random. There was no cat, so I will not rate. But I would not watch it again. It was, was not for me. <laughs> Unfortunately.
4: Uh, that's a shame. Yeah. But how... How So, the animation, was that enough of... It wasn't enough of a draw to get you in?
0: No, look, the animation, I got... I enjoyed the, like, the throwback at the beginning, and then I was like, ah, if you're going to do this, I'd rather you do it with more rather than that. Like, it's not ideal. It's not great. It's pretty average animation overall.
3: Mm, right, right.
0: It, it is early 2000s Flash animation to an extreme degree, to the point where one character... Uh, the footballer, I believe, he doesn't move or talk.
4: Well oh I'm gonna make a really bad joke about footballers not talking, or talking but not saying anything of worth, but I <laughs> I'm just gonna backpedal from that joke.
0: Yeah, no, look, that's uh, we'll we'll leave that for for the people at home to make that connection. But yeah, he literally doesn't talk at all and he just stands there and it's it's funny, but it's odd. Moving on from that though, so since we we'll move moving next into Sleeping Princess in the Demon Castle, which Ty, I believe you're going to be doing Sleeping Princess in the Demon Castle?
1: Uh, yep. So this is, oh, this is really cute. I, <laughs> it was, uh, it, it feels like a very children's anime, like a very cartoon, not a cartoony, what's the word? Like, you'd watch with your daughter, like, that's below eight years old, maybe? <laughs> But it's where a princess was captured by the demon king, and she's held captive to be used uh, as a trading chip to um for the humans' land. But have no fear, uh, have no fear, a hero will rescue her. So he leaves on his journey on his journey immediately, and the st- the story follows the princess and her many adventures to get a fulfilling slumber while she awaits the hero. <laughs> <laughs> First she gets a soft, luxurious pillow. Then she's on a quest to get some sheets. But what will she do next? She's behind bars. How does she trick her way out? <laughs> it's so random. I, it's Wait, like so a... Th-
4: is this a whole story about a princess just trying to get a good night's sleep? Yeah. Basically. what I'm hearing?
3: Yeah.
1: Exactly that.
4: That's really relatable. I'll have to watch (laughs) this one! (laughs) Honestly. It really is.
1: But... Eh, it's about like a 7 out of 10. It's interesting, it's very childish but it's really cute. And it's not, it's something like you're like, what the heck? Like, because you're not expecting things to happen and it's like, oh, okay. That's how she gets her pillow? Okay.
0: It's very strange.
1: It's very strange, yeah, but it's it's worth it. I'd watch it again.
0: (laughs) it felt like it should be it was a series of vignettes and it felt like it should have been inserted between other shows so it felt like you'd be watching a show and then this would come on and give like a this is how she gets a pillow and then move on to the next show like it didn't really feel like it should have been 20 minutes at
1: once oh yeah it it feels like it's meant it's a series of shorts mm. put together yeah so while well, that's good, it's kind of like, okay, It's uh, on to the next section. Got it.
0: <laughs> and there was no cats, but there was cute bears. And I would rate it three out of five, cute
2: bears.
1: Oh. So you've just broken your rule, cats?
0: <laughs> They looked sort of like cats.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. You made it very clear last week that there had to be cats or nothing else. <laughs> there go.
1: They're basically cats. But it does sound <laughs> like a
2: me. ridiculously... I'm- adorable i mean, consistent at best
1: yeah it's yeah. very cute it's like a one of those little stories you read to, or not read but watch with your kids
0: mm. it was very cute on that side of it uh then we move into with a dog and cat life is fun rob do you want to give us the the breakdown on the dog and cat show this week
4: yeah so it's again it's a really quick anime it's probably 90 seconds in total in this episode we find ourselves watching um, Neko the cat, Inu the dog, and Hidekichi, the uh, owner. And basically, she just talks about how dogs are always super happy. Um, when you're sad, they try and cheer you up to make you happy. And when they fall asleep, it's because they're, f- they're really they're really happy because they're falling asleep next to the person they love most. And the highlights of the show would have to be the two superimposed meows from the cat. Um, <laughs> one always. of them is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one of them is when he realizes he's not needed because the dog has already cheered up the owner and you just hear this kind of pissed off, meow, and it's really funny. Um, and then- It's really funny. When the owner and the dog are happily asleep together, the cat decides to turn into a demon, um, obviously, as cats do, mm-hmm. super relatable, um, goes on a rampage, and the second superimposed cat is a really like long-drawn-out, and it's really really good um so it's definitely one out of one cats i would rate it out of um <laughs> i'm sorry i might don't I... know how i feel about the series like it's really cute really short um might,
2: might i interpose and... here for a second
4: um yeah, and just
2: and just bring it back for a second and um what do you mean the cat turned into a demon
4: oh right okay so i'm forgetting that this is an anime podcast and it could actually happen so when i say turned into a demon i mean you know how cats have alter egos in the day they're kind of all right but as soon as the house is uh unguarded the you know the full moon's out you're asleep in bed relaxed they go absolutely nuts they run up and down the halls they howl they knock stuff off counters, things like that. So it's Cats are notable assholes, I understand that, but what does this have to do with a demon?
1: Did (laughs) Jenny used to do that to you, Rob?
4: Yeah, so it's actually... (laughs) One thing that's relatable about this is that um, Jenny used to howl in the middle of the night, like this really deep, guttural howl, (laughs) and it was just, like, bone-chilling, and it's like, oh, God. Like, occasionally you could ignore it, but, Yeah. yeah... So relatable, definitely relatable. For, for the
2: viewers at home, Jenny is Rob's ex-wife.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, look it's not too far off. <laughs> uh, yeah, not 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 uh yeah. That's <laughs> not far from the truth. But yeah. <laughs> Jenny was a cat, just to clarify. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but also wasn't... my ex-wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was very catty, we agree, yes. <laughs>
4: But yeah, it's quite relatable. It's Again, it's a really sweet show, really short. Um, and it's something I imagine Ty would really, really enjoy. It's that kind of cutesy, pet-loving type stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I do enjoy it yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> I squick and I'm like, oh, and then I start hugging the cat animals and they all hate me, so they're like, like fuck off, human. <laughs> and I'm like, oh.
4: <laughs> it's great. Yeah, that's but- a great show. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes with the cat in the anime as well. Very standoffish, very evil.
0: Yeah. Alright, Daniel, do you want to give us the rundown on By the Grace of Gods?
4: Okay, so
2: this one's actually very relevant to watch this week. Because... Oh no. No, 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 it it involves a a man dying, then Mm -hmm. reincarnating, into the Mm -hmm. body of a small child, and slimes... (laughs) <laughs> like legitimately I'm, so- I'm sorry what I'm sorry what so um, and I've forgotten the guy's name because um... I wasn't
1: listening to that because honestly, I thought you were being ridiculous on saying the slime uh time I got reincarnated as a slime rundown, and I was like, oh, he's being ridiculous <laughs> no, 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 no,
2: no, no, no no, there is a massive overlap here, so our main hero um dies in his sleep and he wakes up in front of. The free gods of a new world, um, as you know, as one does, it happens a million times a day. These gods inform him that their world is running out of magic, but no one on Earth is using magic, so they'll reincarnate him um, into the body of an eight-year-old boy in their world, and in with that um, opening that hole will allow them to take. Some magic or all the magic from Earth into their world.
3: Right.
2: Um, this, guy, uh, this guy asked how did he die? Um, and it turns out he died of a brain aneurysm after sneezing four times.
3: <laughs> uh, That's <laughs> really funny. <Yes. laughs> That's
2: super funny. He's actually pissed about this because um, if we get a brief um, glimpse into his life... He worked for what's called a black com- company. Um, long hours, uh, little pay, terrible bosses who abuse him and like throw shit at him. Um, then we also get a glimpse of his childhood where his dad is a drunk and abused him. Um, and he survived all of that to die sneezing in his sleep. And he is pissed. And we goes like, well, I mean, we'll let you keep your strength and all that. And you'll get to use every kind of magic. We'll even give you a little (laughs) book that lets you, you, um, um, you know, learn how to do magic and all that.
0: So it's basically time I got reincarnated as a slime light.
2: Yeah, well, he gets reincarnated into an eight-year-old boy, um, and the first thing he finds is a slime, and he tames it via magic. And he immediately, like, just falls in love with how cute the slimes are, and I- I'll give him this. The slimes are fucking cute. <laughs> they, are, they, are ridic- um, they are ridiculously adorable.
1: I've read this manga. Yeah. And, I was like, this sounds really um, familiar.
2: <laughs> and there are a bunch of different um, uh, types of slime, you know, like, slimes that um, clean everything, including, like, bad smells and all that. Yep. Yep. Slimes that, you know, create water, sl- slimes that create fertilizer, and he just tames them and like goes um like spends three years just learning everything he can about slimes and then he meets people like it's not like that he was avoiding them it was just he didn't have any need of them and the episode ends with wait this
1: isn't the first episode?
2: This is a, the first episode is he spends three years like it explains that this guy died was reincarnated with this eight year old boy he's met some knights um, and a duke Saved one of them with his magic and skills, and the episode ends two weeks after that with them coming back with uh, what appears to be a young child, a female. I'm assuming mm-hmm. this will be the um, uh, love interest, because it looks like they're going for like a slice of life kind of adventure kind of thing. Fair it's... Enough. I don't know how sold I am on it yet.
1: Oh, I want to watch but, it.
2: Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna watch another episode of it to give it like it's not like um the one last week with um that was based on the computer game. Uh what was it? King King's Raid where I just noped straight out of uh, that for being yeah. too generic. Yeah. This yeah. actually just looks like kind of neat and cute and I'll give it a chance.
3: Cool.
0: Nice. The is there any rating? Would you like to give the show a rating? Was there any cats?
2: Um, No, but there were approximately thirteen hundred slimes.
3: <laughs>
2: so I'll give oh. it—I'll give it thirteen hundred slimes over one small child.
0: <laughs> well, that'll do it. That works, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll move into noblesse, noblesse, noble sir. It's the weird. that like, I called it noblesse, and then Ty said it was noblesse, but it's spelled noble double s e. So I don't really know how you pronounce it, and it's not something that ever really came up in the show. I don't know what the Noblesse
1: is. I don't know anything about it. It was a webtoon first, I'm pretty sure. Webtoon or a manhwa? Because I remember reading it when it was, like, in um, reading form.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When it was available for readings. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to just preface this by saying it was odd, and it was not super, like, it didn't draw me in straight away and it was a bit all over the place so it starts out with a military unit that take out 330 soldiers this unit is 6 people
1: yeah uh, sorry I just looked it up yeah it's noblesse in Korean it's noblesse so
0: fair enough noblesse Noblesse.
1: (laughs) Noblesse.
0: excellent and there they they take out 330 soldiers and then they're sent to Japan then we cut to a high school with a boy in a cast coming into the school and they talk to the school security guard Turns out that he's a science experiment, the security guard, and he saved some of the kids and their memories were changed. So now the boy thinks he was hit by a car as opposed to being saved by the guard. And the rest save- of the episode just sort of. Sorry, Rob.
4: Saved from what? Sorry? What was the kid saved from? Because you said that he thought he was in a car accident, but the, the security guard saved him. What did he save him from?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't it, was, think it was covered. It wasn't. It, it, really... it
1: was where the character I can't remember who it was saved a a young lady from stepping onto the street. So she mis saw or misheard the um you know the walking man symbol or whatever, and so she stepped onto the street. And he's like, oh, hang on. And she blushed and was like, oh my god, like I'm in love with you. Sort of th- that <laughs> sort of blush. And her man came and was like, oh, I'll teach you to flirt with my women, sort of Mm -hmm. thing and, like, you know, take my women, all of that. Fair enough. It was dumb.
0: I got lost because I was just like, this isn't being told in a, like, linear fashion. I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, that's why I said for you to do it because I'm like, (laughs) I don't really know how to review this properly because it's just Mm. all over the place.
0: Yeah, it's really, really strange. And then the rest of the episode is just exploring the character relationships. From what I've been able to figure out, the main... Not main character, but uh, the main antagonist. It looks like he's been living with the director of the school, but he's also the director of the school's boss. It, it doesn't it's really yeah, weird.
1: I feel like it assumes you know something about it, mm. or it just starts off with a "Oh, there's so many mysteries. Don't you want to watch more to find out?" Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, it's just so many. It's ridiculous, and it's not. <laughs> there's no exciting thing to draw mm, yeah. you in. It's just a whole bunch of oh they're talking like they know each other don't you want to know why (laughs)
0: from what the description mentions that he's a vampire lord but that didn't come up at all um oh
1: i didn't know it mentioned that i told you that what a a
2: horrible thing to waste like yeah this guy's a vampire lord anyway moving right along yeah the the description of the
0: show says it but the show doesn't really cover it so maybe it's going to come up later i don't know uh the ending sequence is the military unit is now in japan and they're on an investigation mission which they don't like because they think they're not good at investigation missions; they're only good at killing. Uh, overall, very slow, not very interesting. There was a picture of a cat that was drawn on the cast, so I'm going to give it three out of ten. Vampire Lords.
1: Also, I was saying <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> it, it sounds similar to Noblesse.
0: Yeah, Noblesse, That makes that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah.
1: Fair so enough. Fair yeah, yeah. I,
0: overall, I'm not sold on Noblesse, and I'm yeah. I won't be revisiting it.
1: Noblesse, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so then we'll move into Grand Blues. Ty, did you want to give us a rundown on Grand Blues? Um,
1: a thousand percent yes. <laughs> Maybe even a hundred thousand percent yes. So I would highly recommend the show. It is so ridiculous. I love it so much. <laughs> so it's a medieval sort of land. And in that land roams a hero and his Click, I guess? His party? They're travelling, but also talking so loud. So they attract a whole bunch of monsters. Oh no! (laughs) Cue magical girl transformation of two of the party members, which is amazingly random, and features a fish? Yes, a fish. A fish? A fish head? And it just all comes together with the fish head? Like, two characters basically become one fighting character which was like what but their transformation scene literally lasts for half the show because it's only a few minutes long i can't remember it's
0: three minutes long three right?
1: minutes yeah yeah so the transformation scene lasts for half the show and they defeat the monsters in the other like quarter i guess mm. and oh my god please watch the show it's 10 out of 10 fishes <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was such a good show i had a, quite a lot of fun with it, it was It was bizarre and unexpected. It was just like, yeah, okay, I think I know what's happening. (gasps) I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I had
1: no idea what to expect.
0: (laughs) It is based on the video game franchise Grand Blue,
3: but
4: I have never played that.
1: Yeah, that's why it sounded familiar. Mm -hmm. I haven't played it either, though. Yeah. But I've heard a bit.
4: I've put it on my list. That sounds really interesting and fun. I like the fact that the transformation takes up half the episode. Like, you can never get too detailed with those transformations, I feel. So. Uh, <laughs> well, it
1: felt like half the episode. I'm not even sure if it is half.
0: It was about a minute of the three minute episode, including the breakdown at the beginning and then fighting the bad
3: guy. Yeah. <laughs> as, an, as
2: an aside, it is not based off a video game at all. <laughs> it is. It's based on Grand Blue. No. Uh, I'm looking at the TV Tropes page. Has nothing to do with Grand Blue fantasy, especially not to be confused with said game spin off, Grand Blues.
0: Well, that's not what the description says. <laughs> so, I don't know what you want me to say.
4: I don't know anything about any of that, but I do like that you specifically pointed out that it is a fish head as opposed to a fish. So, looking forward to seeing that one.
2: <laughs>
4: I mean, that's honest, fair enough.
2: honestly, this does actually look great. Like, it, mm, mm, mm. You've got me intrigued.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we're going to move into rail romanesque for rob.
4: Oh, yeah, okay. So guys, give me feedback. Did any of you watch episode 1 after last week's? Movie? Oh my god, I forgot to Nope. You, did. you didn't?
1: <laughs> we did. We
0: did, and it made perfect yeah. sense the first
4: time. <laughs> what? No, really?
0: Yeah, I mean, we had to we had to go back and read the screens. So we, like mm-hmm. the screen was too mm-hmm. quick to read, but other than that, it made sense. They're trained gods, basically. They're trained spirits, and they're gonna—they're looking for ways to get people back onto the trains, and they're gonna sell merch.
4: Okay, so I think what I was looking for was some kind of logic. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: That's where you went wrong. Yeah, you're a yeah. crazy person. These short—these short shows have no Yeah,
4: I—I I feel like I should have abandoned all because the second episode actually made a lot more sense. Like it—it it picks up from where we left off, which was confusion station and Mm -hmm. it takes a train to a linear logical episode where they just slightly elaborate on the merch idea like it's (laughs) very slight elaboration but I feel like in this week's episode episode two it's a lot better paced like it's not it's not 80 facts and 12 characters or 10 characters being introduced in quick succession yeah. But yeah, it's it's a lot better paced and um I still don't like it. <laughs> I'm still confused as to why it exists, but it makes more sense now. <laughs> yeah, if you're not um, enjoying
0: it, you don't have to watch it.
4: No, it's 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 to use a pretty apt metaphor, it's like a train crash that you just can't help but watch. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. That makes sense, no, I suppose. But, like it it's it's not that bad, and it's only three minutes long. It's just more. I I don't understand why it's a thing. <laughs> um, I'm sh- and look I've, on my anime list. It's also got a pretty questionable rating. So I know I'm not alone here, but um, I am keen to see where it goes because if episode one was a one out of ten, episode two was maybe a three out of ten. So it's only up from here, guys.
0: It's only gonna get better. That's good.
4: <laughs> yeah yeah i feel we're we're gonna pull into success station by the end of this journey so to speak
0: excellent fantastic uh i'm very sorry to people listening at home i accidentally bonked my microphone as i spoke so you're gonna have a bit of a bonk noise my apologies you're a bonk bonk bonk, bonk. that's me <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of bonks i'll do ikebukuro westgate park which i was pretty uh, leading up to it i was actually quite excited for it because it was something that i'm I like, <laughs> I like Ikebukuro. It's a nice place. <laughs> and it was on the list immediately. It was coming out, but it didn't really say when it was coming out. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm interested. Uh, it's a nice story about a gang in Ikebukuro, a street gang called the G-Boys. Uh, they look after their neighborhood, you know, as gangs tend to do. They want to try and keep crime out. They want to try and make sure that it's a good place to live. They look like the Crips. All dressed so, in blue. All dressed in blue. It was very, very strange. Uh, We follow a young man who's actually not in the gang, but he's closely affiliated with their leader. The leader brings a 12-year-old girl to him and tells him that her mother is in the hospital and the girl was trying to burn down a building to get rid of a store selling illegal drugs. They investigate and find a way to have the police shut it down. That's really the only description I can give of this show, despite the fact that it went for 25 minutes, (laughs) because... That's that's all it is, basically. It's just them shutting down a place that sells drugs.
4: Wait, so so the really morally good gang of Crips decide to protect their neighborhood from drugs by burning down a building?
0: Uh, no, so the girl tries to burn down a building because there's a, a store in it that's selling illegal drugs. She doesn't realize that there's other stores in there, too, that aren't doing anything illegal, so she nearly killed everybody in the building just for no reason. Ooh, that's an oopsie. Yeah. One does. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a simple yeah, that's what we do all the time. And instead they investigate and find a way for the police to actually shut them down properly, which amounts to breaking into the grow house where they're growing the drugs, planting the drugs in the store, and then calling the police.
4: Wow, this is so questionable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very questionable. Uh no cat, so I'm not going to rate the show, but I would watch it again if it was on. I'm probably not
2: going to seek it out, though. If it's that a makes shame. Sense. Because that actually does sound like a, kind of an interesting premise. Like a street gang doing illegal crimes to basically stop, stop other gangs.
3: Hmm.
0: I mean, it's definitely not a gang. It's just one guy with his shop selling weed. Anyway. That's uh, hi,
3: less interesting. <laughs> it's
0: mostly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ty, do you want to get us started with Kuma 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 Bear?
1: Maybe. Okay, so this is the one you were telling me you were excited for, Daniel. But it's so good and so weird at the same time. It's a... What seems to be a young woman, it's one of those things where you can't really tell if she's a kid, a child, or a Mm. young woman because she doesn't go to school or anything like that.
0: She's age ambiguous.
1: Yeah, age ambiguous. But she looks quite young. So, young woman. Um, yeah, it's a young woman who's playing her VRMO RPG and becomes a bear in that RPG. Uh, we're not sure if it's like a bear mage or a bear warlock or a sorcerer of some sort. But she definitely does magic. But it's bear magic. Mm-hmm. And Specifically bear magic.
0: <laughs> uh, she doesn't quite turn into a bear. She's a woman wearing a bear onesie. no.
1: No shut up <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wait,
4: the so bear onesie
1: makes her to a bear in my heart bear magic
4: is it like what constitutes bear magic she literally
1: says bear magic all the time and it's like okay all of her Clearly, spell- yeah
0: <laughs> all of her spells are bear themed
1: yeah, like she puts on bear gloves and summons bears, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? This is fantastic. So
4: <laughs> and and when she's feeling lonely, she summons bear grills. <laughs> and, and, really, and really,
2: um, Robert gives her the bear necessities to do what she needs
4: to do. Oh, <laughs> boom!
1: Bear necessities. <laughs> a... Okay, no, we don't want to get sued. <laughs> it's
4: okay.
3: And the takedown shock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she dresses in a bear we- in a bear onesie And does bear magic Um, So definitely bear themes all around
0: mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't get that from a show called Kumakuma kuma, kuma Bear Considering that kuma is the Japanese word for bear So it's literally
1: Bear, 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 bear <laughs> Bear, 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 It's like bo, bo, but bo- 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 bear Bear, 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 bear <laughs> But yeah So she's at her guild And a young boy comes asking for help because his town has been attacked but no one wants to help for some reason
0: so it's a he's it's been attacked by a black viper which is a big snake but the thing is a massive massive snake but all the high level heroes who can help are missing
1: yeah so
4: wait so, so naturally... the magician has to step in
2: yeah the but down to the absolute like bare minimum. We need to get the girl them a onesie in. Terrible.
1: Yeah, so she volunteers to help him, to and you know, tries her best. She gets there and suddenly there she's attacked by the black viper. It's a giant black viper. But um after she defeats it, she comes across the kid again and he's like, like volunteering his help and he's like, It's okay, even if we you know do it together you can take back information to the heroes that are back at the guild and they can return to help and she's like well we don't need to do that because I defeated it and like, she just defeats it with ease and returns to a guild and it gives me the vibe of like what adventures await sort of thing mm.
4: how how did she defeat the bear exactly bear and magic she, sorry, how did she defeat the the, the snake <laughs> bear magic
2: <laughs> just barely rob just barely
0: no boo <laughs> get out of here just because you don't have enough shows boo. <laughs> yeah
1: it, boo. it's like a five maybe six out of ten for me six I out of ten enjoyed. bears
0: i quite enjoyed it. I, I won't be rating it because there was no cat but i had I a... mean
1: bears look like cats sort of
0: no look daniel raised a good point i can't break the rules the rules are no cat no rate.
1: But they kind of look like... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again, but I kind of would because it's kind of cute and silly and fun.
3: Mm, mm, mm.
1: Like If there's nothing else to watch, I'd be like, oh, we should watch that again, you know?
0: Yeah, like what we were doing with Millionaire Detective last season. Yeah, it was interesting
1: enough to go back to, but just not something you'd outright seek.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Rob, do you want to give us a breakdown on Tonikawa Over the Moon for you? Is that the one?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So this continues on from where we left off, where the two complete strangers decide to marry each other after one of them gets hit by a van or truck or whatever. Um, And my suspicions of her being like some super crazy goddess, they're all gone. She's just a standard, standard, I guess, woman, Um, and the guy's just a standard guy, and in this episode... Uh, We explore his anxieties about whether or not he should buy a second bed, a double bed, or whether he should buy a bed at all. And by the time his uh, anxieties are dealt with, she comes over, and then they decide they have to go out and buy a bed. And they do. And they have, like, a cute little bed-buying date. A
3: bed-buying date. (laughs)
4: And um, then they go back to their apartment. They realize she hasn't got hairpins or... um, you know, various other womanly things that you need, apparently, before you go to bed. Um, ah, yes. So they go out again. My face. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's there's actually a really cute uh, interaction where she falls asleep. He's way too anxious to fall asleep because it's the first time a girl has stayed the night, and she kind of sleepwalks. She steals his doona. He doesn't know how to handle the situation. He almost ends up giving her a kiss, but then he's like, "Oh first kiss can't be while she's asleep. That's just not right." That's um, pretty creepy. Yeah. Oh god. It's, it's, Sleeping beauty it's fans creepy. be like <laughs> <laughs> But it's also really sweet. Like he he talks himself out of it. He's like, "No, it's no, that's ridiculous." Like it's a quick um silly thought more or less cuz he's tucking her um into a second doona before she steals the third one. Um Psst. But yeah, it's it's just following on, uh, or following up with their really cute new life together. And, um, yeah, there's not really much more to say to that. Um, yeah, but it, it's it's really, really sweet. It's, um, yeah, really cute. I'm actually enjoying it, surprisingly. Nice. Um, Are you yeah, going to uh,
0: continue to watch?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I want to see where this goes as well, um... Just because I feel like it's really simple stuff that they're exploring, Um, like buying a bed, like, you know, her hairpins, you know, just really mundane stuff. So I'm just interested to see whether they continue with that or whether it develops into anything more dramatic or whether they can manage to keep this really cutesy vibe happening. So yeah, probably a six and a half out of ten, maybe a seven on a good day. So I'm quite liking it.
0: Nice, that's awesome. I'm glad that it's you're enjoying it. That's good.
4: Mm, mm, mm.
0: Yeah, cool. Uh, then we'll move back into Thai for Adachi and Shimamura. Hang
1: on. Hang on, I'm being attacked by the cat. <laughs> okay.
0: The cat is attacking, and her little murder mittens were digging into my arm <laughs> while she was running all over the place.
4: Let me let me be the cat and superimpose meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised
1: she's not like like screaming into the microphone because she's mm-hmm. like. You're not paying attention to me. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, so Adachi and Shimamura is super cute. Very, very boring, but very cute. <laughs> um, it's about two friends who skip class and have a great time together playing ping pong and table tennis. Uh, that's kind of it, really. The animation oh, is... Oh, it's
4: just... so good. I'm they so they hang
1: out. Yeah, it's, it's just them hanging out and, like, you know being naughty but not really naughty <laughs> their being... version of naughty like <laughs> good being... kid's version of naughty
0: yeah like we're delinquents because we're playing table tennis
1: but like we're skipping class and like oh no one does that yeah yeah but the animation is really pretty and makes it nice to watch but there's no exciting storyline or like other redeeming feature except maybe this is a bit weird but there's o- there's an unexplained person in a space shoot a uh, spacesuit, spacesuit, mm-hmm. hanging around, and like people were like, oh, there was a person, uh, there was a person in a spacesuit in the r- river the other day. And It's like, I kind of want to know why, but not enough to watch all of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in the spacesuit. I don't really want this layer of girls playing ping pong.
1: Yeah, well, it, it was, it was very much a fr- like good friendship anime, a relationship sort of anime.
3: Mm.
1: So it's like. I can definitely see this being popular with, you know, young teens and mm, people mm, who mm. want that sort of friendship and relationship, maybe?
0: Potentially. It, oh. it does seem like it's going to blossom into a relationship as opposed to just a friendship. But then I
1: don't know if that's just us adding that other dimension onto that. <laughs>
0: Potentially. <laughs> it was very sweet, though. It was,
4: it very, was very sweet, sure.
1: sweet. Yeah. yeah.
4: Can I just say that I went to... I met up with a friend uh, in a park and the park was bordering on a sports centre, and the sports centre had a dedicated ping-pong section, and you're making me have FOMO, guys. I'm really missing out on my ping-pong time. <laughs>
0: <Aww>. <laughs> that's a shame. you have to come over when you can and play ping-pong, because we have a ping-pong hmm. table.
2: Woo!
4: And, oh, yeah, abs- absolutely. Don't, it's a trap. Yeah. That's how
2: they get you. Run, flee, don't really, go. That's
4: how they get me. They've all, they got me, like, years ago. The first time they came over and played D&D, they got me. I am got. <laughs> it's way past the point. I can't really deny Help, that. Help, I'm
1: drowning in got.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: I'm doing
4: an anime podcast on my Sunday. I have been got. got <laughs> hard.
0: Fair, fair. Uh, then I'll take over again with the Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena. So you may uh, recall yeah. that last time she became a witch. And there was nobody who was willing to teach her except for the Galaxy Witch, who eventually taught her and her parents paid for her to fail because she never failed at anything before. Uh, this week she sets off on her journey and she arrives at the land of mages, which, you know, as you do, you go to the land of mages and get it all moving forward with that side of it all. Uh as she arrives though, she bonks in with her on her broom into another just random townsperson and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I didn't mean to bonk into you And goes about her time, wants to get a hotel room, but every hotel she goes to won't actually see her, which is very strange considering that witches are like this big, you know, oh, she's a witch, oh my god, like celebrities, basically.
4: This is like the story of Jesus in Bethlehem. Nobody would rent out their place. Oh (laughs) god, parallels. (laughs) Is that how that
2: story goes?
4: (laughs) I don't know, but I'm sensing a pregnancy coming, that's all I'm saying. (laughs)
0: well it turns out the reason they won't actually see her is because she's not wearing her witch badge and they just don't believe that she's a witch because she's not actually wearing the brooch and she's lost her brooch it's gone missing, she has no idea where it is so she keeps going from place to place because she wants somewhere to stay for the the night at least and it turns out the lady she bumped into happens to have a hotel, happens to be a worker at a hotel and wouldn't you know it, she knows that she's a witch and she's like, "Oh, whatever, can you can I stay here?" And she's like, "Yeah, you stay here. What what do you need?" She's like, "Ah, oh, I'll if you can give me more than the witch discount, that would be even better." And it turns out this young girl is studying to be a witch. Dun dun dun. Elena this doesn't sound 70-
2: contrived at all. No,
3: no,
0: no. <laughs>
1: I mean, not everyone can ride brooms.
0: Well, in that area in the Land of Majors, everyone's a magic user, so everyone can ride brooms
1: oh i don't remember that never mind
0: (laughs) that's okay though so she wants to teach her to be a witch that look as long as i'm staying in town while i look for my brooch i will teach you a bit of magic uh the girl it turns out is much better than expected and in a twist that nobody saw coming the girl stole the brooch when she bashed into elena because she was lonely because her twin sister already passed the witch exams and went back to her country in the east and this girl is still Trying to become a witch so she can go back home.
4: My god, well, so again. she thieved her way into friendship,
0: uh, basically. And Elena figures it out when she talks to somebody who's nearby, who's like, Yep, she took it, and she it takes it quite well. She the girl comes into the hotel room and is like, Can I sleep with you? Because that's I don't know, I, I was a bit like, What the hell is going on with that? But that's what she does. Uh,
1: very childish to you like you you, know, you didn't grow up with siblings or anything it's when you know when you're scared and like you're like oh i want to go sleep eh, with like mom and dad sort of thing because i'm like three and it's yeah. you know but she didn't say she was
0: scared or anything it was just out of the blue can i sleep with you
1: yeah but that's okay it's it like, happens Minsi's a lot in anime coming
4: is what i'm hearing <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it happens a lot in anime.
0: Fair enough. Well, yeah, she's there. She's like, I know you took my brooch. And then they have the. She's like, she tells her why she took it. And that's sort of how it wraps up. It's still wholesome. Uh, it's still good. And I will continue to watch it. But there is yet to be a cat, which is quite concerning for a show about witches.
1: There was no cat. Yeah, you're yeah,
0: right. There was <laughs> a, a cat made of iron on a sign. I don't, I don't uh,
1: that. Two, uh How many cats made of iron on, on signs? <laughs> Would you write it?
0: I would rate this three cats out of made of iron on a sign out of five. It's uh, good. Uh, I'll keep watching it, but I'm I'm not fully invested. Some that's...
1: might even say that's six cat eyes on a sign <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> it is, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh
0: Daniel, do you want to hit us with the latest developments in Hypnosis, Mike?
2: I would love to, because it's continuing to be a good show. Mm-hmm. It's it's really great. Um, so, uh, last episode, it was basically just an introduction to each crew. Um, this episode um, focuses on one specific crew, the Buster Bros. Mm-hmm. Um, so, each crew is basically led by um, <clears throat> a former, uh, a former member of a group called the Dirty Dogs. You don't get any explanation in the show. I presume there's some backstory in like the music albums about who the Dirty Dog was, but um, or the group was. But this one focuses on Ichiro Yamada, the head of the Buster Bros. Uh, it starts off basically the, the three brothers just like going along town, um. Basically can't organise for shit. One brother yeah. organises a mole to meet at the west exit, and in fact, no, so, uh, organises everyone to meet up at the east exit, and in fact, they end up at the west exit, so they're mm-hmm. split up. Uh, and then uh, Ichiro is, I think he's like getting a coffee or something like that. I can't um, really recall, but he gets held up in a co- uh, in a hostage situation, but critically. His microphone is at home. So Be he has.
4: Being cleaned. What? How did he even leave the house without it? I don't understand his society at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Microphones are just weapons. It's all. You don't need to leave your house with a weapon yeah. necessarily.
4: But how will you Rob. defend yourself from the street thug, Zach? How? <laughs> Rob, what weapons do you
1: carry in day-to-day life?
4: I carry at least three microphones, a mortar and pestle, and a statue of David. <laughs> Excellent. Um, oh,
2: that's fantastic. <laughs> so the two brothers are basically like, "Oh shit, our bros fucked. We 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 need to we need to go. We need to go now." Um, and they try and, they try and break in, but, you know, the cops are there, and this guy has, the, the hostage chick has, ridiculously, like, a bandolier of mics strapped to him. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, like, no one can handle, you know, like, all five, you know, all, like, twelve mics going off in your face. Um, so Ichiro basically goes, like, go on, hit me with your best shot. And, uh, takes the hits, um, as opposed to everyone else in me. Uh, restaurant. Meanwhile the brothers have um figured out how to isn't get that in a bank?
0: Like I'm pretty sure it's a bank, isn't it? It does
2: that's what they say. like that's what their subtitles say. It's not a bank. <laughs> it is clearly not a fucking bank. <laughs> like they call him a bank robber, but that's not a bank, that's a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it leads into a bank. Yeah, I don't know. But um Uh the the brothers getting in his mic. And they then start rapping and ruin the man, just like and that's really it like it you know it's just as um like a snippet in these guys' lives it's it's good the, the the um the art style's great um the rapping again, it's in Japanese, but like it's still catchy and cool to listen to. Is it in
0: Japanese? Half <laughs> of it's in English. Well, yeah,
2: ch- chunks of it are in English, but you know, like...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Cause it, Ty and I watched it as well, because we were very intrigued again following on from last week, so we we kept up on it. And that was what I was saying at the time. Was it's, it's basically an english these song, so I don't understand why it's not.
1: That's just normal, like, J-pop, K-pop, C-pop, and all of that. Mm. It's just, you incorporate English because... Wider audience and also rhymes are a lot easier when you have two languages to choose from
0: that's true that's true i do wonder how much work goes into the subtitling of trying to catch rhymes that don't aren't wrong
2: yeah I'm like, sure it works
0: in, it may not work in english but it works in japanese
2: i'm I, I pity the subtitlers and the translators for this like translating <laughs> ever best of times <laughs> like a regular anime is hard translating rap that's that's mm-hmm. not something anyone wants <laughs> the only sort of thing that I, I wanted to touch
0: on with hypnosis mike was that it seems like like the bank robber didn't do a very good job like he obviously oh god beautiful. no god no he was completely incompetent
2: he walked in with like <laughs> just a bunch of a, a bunch of microphones strapped to him he was like everyone get the hell down all right call the cops i want to get to the airport
0: hmm no but i mean even when he rapped his rap wasn't very good it was a pretty average rap and, but then the Buster Bros, when they did rap, all they do is rap about how great they are. And this is like, what we're, we're
1: so talking good. about. Yeah, it, it's yeah,
2: that's that's what rappers do. That's yeah, that's kind <laughs> of I best. Say, that is that's rap. That, that's rap. I
1: guess no, that, but like it's about rehearsing and stuff as well. You, mm. If your weapon is your music and how good it rhymes, how good it sounds, you want to re- rehearse the shit out of it and make sure it sounds gr- fantastic. And so, what else do you rap about? Yeah. Because <laughs> the, when also- we were talking about it, uh, well, sorry. sorry, when we sorry, were talking about it, uh, okay, uh, when we were talking about it, uh, Zach's main stick was that, um, the, terrorist bank robber guy was rapping about the situation where he had the prisoners and everything Uh, and he's like well it's a bit dumb that the like Buster bros aren't rapping about the situation and they're just rapping about how great they are Mm. and it's just like well if you're like freestyling it can either it can go two ways you know it can go really shit Oh, really great, or that's not two ways, but like, or just you know, like okay. It can go
0: two ways: really good, really bad, or okay.
4: (laughs) 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 Ah, yes, the hidden third option. Yes, always, always. (laughs) Yeah, but. Mm. So I'm quite enjoying yeah, it
1: well. if that's your main source of power and like attack, you'd want to make sure that's fucking great, you know. Yeah, that's
0: true. That's true. Right. I am quite enjoying it. We're just saying I'm a bit of like, let's do some freestyle. Let's not just do. We're so great. We're taking you down. Bang 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 bang. I mean, it also, also kind of if,
4: oh, eh. go up. If you haven't already, you need to listen to Eminem's more recent stuff because all he raps about is how good he is <laughs> and how criticism fuels his rap. It's literally those two things. Like that I still sense. love him. He's great, but that's all he raps about, basically.
3: Fair
1: enough. That's not a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Otis? <laughs> <I'm> Very tired. <laughs> that's what a lot of rappers rap about. Daniel's right.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. But I mean, also, and Daniel, it, did you have any? Opinion? Yeah. like the um, like it, as Amichira said, like it's his soul. Like he's he's not like using this as like an offensive weapon or all that It's like let, rap is my medium. Let me show it to you. So he is yeah. basically like when he raps, he is rapping about himself because this is this is the medium he uses.
0: That's fair. I get it. That's fair. That's fair. I understand. Uh, we'll move in then into anime Capybara Son. Ty, do you want to give us a breakdown on anime Capybara Son?
1: I don't even know what to say, guys. It is literally a minute long. <laughs> you have to fucking watch it. It is so cute. It is a short, a very short sweet story about a capybara family and they just go munch 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 crunch 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 and eat a bunch of grass and it's fucking great, it's super cute and 10 out of 10, like capybaras watch it now (laughs) that is all I have to say about that
2: so you're saying (laughs) that we should
4: watch it
1: definitely yeah I think I'm
4: getting a vague hint about that
1: it is super cute
0: well, that was nice and easy. Uh, then we move into something a bit heavier, but not quite heavier. Uh, Higurashi when they cry new.
1: Oh, your voice broke then. Yes,
0: I was trying to hold back a burp, but it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, you
4: really, you really went all professional on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Funny.
0: <laughs> so Higurashi when they cry new, which Tai is speculating is actually a third season, not a remake or anything like that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things where they assume you know and the flashbacks that they gave in this episode was like hmm well um there's no reason why you should be like you should know that if this is a remake.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's weird. It's a weird show. So last time I I mentioned that if it wasn't for the fact that it started out with all of them being dead and ended with the two girls looking like they're going to kill him, I would have thought it was just a slice of life anime with no no repercussions. This week picks up right after last week, where um, Kei-chi? Keichi, 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 and Rena are still getting the kernel out from the garbage. And Kenta,
1: Kenta kun. Kenta
0: kun. They managed to get him out and get him home, which is great. Uh, at Rina's house, she apparently has other landmark statues, including a post box. It's very strange, but I tell a small lie. It didn't pick up right from that point. It picked up in space. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah.
4: That's a slight deviation. So
0: the episode opens with Rika I mean,
4: Rika. Yeah. Rika, yeah.
0: Rika. She's in space riding a block.
1: Of land. It's yeah. a, it's a floating piece of land.
0: It's so weird. And then this other girl appears floating in front of her and she's like, Ah, oh, hello. And then she asks, Where am I headed to? And the floating girl says, June of nineteen eighty three and rika says what but a hundred years wasn't enough i have to go back and win our freedom again
1: see this is what i'm saying like there's no reason for you to know that bit and that bit alone is just a
3: hmm
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then it then it goes into the picking up from last week so that wasn't touched on again it was just they're in space now and she's apparently a hundred years old i don't know what's going on i don't know if anyone knows what's going on i'm very confused but then someone help.
1: <laughs>
0: then they go to a festival. Uh Rika does a dance with a hoe, a farm hoe, not just a random hoe from the audience.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs>
3: Thank you for clarifying. <laughs>
0: Who's a, a hoe? No, Rika has that hoe. She's dancing with a the hoe. They go, Well, he's like, What is that? They go, It's a ceremonial back hoe.
3: Right.
0: It's so it's it's very strange. But they have some competition where the five children have to go to every stall in the market. That's pretty cute. And then it just sort of peters out. There's a photographer who comes to the island every now and then to take photos. He knows everyone at the island, and they're all like, "Yeah, he's just a guy taking photos, but apparently he also comes for loose women and as one it's strange, does as as one tends to do, if it wasn't for Ty saying that it will get better, it's a bit of a slow burn. I probably wouldn't keep watching
1: yeah it's very, very slice of lifey in the beginning,, mm-hmm. and then it's like once it starts it just doesn't stop <laughs> yeah.
0: so i am intrigued as to what's happening but i also feel like i could read it on wikipedia and be happy with that but ty says it's going to be get it's going to get better so i will continue on and keep going
1: i think i might just make you watch the, the last two seasons this coming week
0: potentially potentially do you guys have any questions about Hugurashi when they cry new
4: um i have one for ty and that is are you just making him watch it because you know it's bad all the way down, and it's a prank? <laughs>
1: You'll never know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, with that in mind, Ty, do you want to give us a breakdown on Yashahime?
1: Oh, uh, this is so difficult when you guys don't know Inuyasha that well. But this one, this episode was a little bit better. It basically gives us a short insight into the main character from last time who we kind of presume is yasha hime um it's made very obvious that is she that she's not Iniyasha's kid even though they look kind of similar
0: <laughs> and they have the same hair basically yeah they have
1: the <laughs> same hair but that's about it really so it um basically she lived with her twin in a forest and amongst the panic of a f- big fire one night they, they got separated and she found herself in front of the. This is how to say it, it's like the tree of ages. It's basically a sacred tree. And she got transported to the to our world, like the future, where uh, Kagame, the main character from Inuyasha, the, the girl in the sailor Advent, found uh, her brother fa- finds her and adopts her, and it's just her ten years, into in our world, just. Looking for her sister and being sad about it, but not really sad. She's kind of like a fighter as well. She gets into fights frequently, and in this episode, a gang takes her family hostage in front of uh, and like you know ties them up to the tree of ages, and we're like, what the fuck is happening? But it's fantastic. So instead of the Shikon no Tama, the jewel shards from Inuyasha. Which was a very sacred kind of object. They ha- They now have rainbow pearls, which is just pearls that have a lot of power with them in them. Um, but yeah, it's getting better. I'm not That's a good start. <laughs> it's a. It's a good start. Yeah, <laughs> they when the fam- when her family's taken hostage in front of the tree of ages. Once the battle is over and everything, suddenly there's like a portal that opens up, and a centipede monster, and another demon, and her apparently her sister, gets thrown into our world, and it kind of stops there. And it's like, hmm, okay, weird. Yeah, it, weird I'm stuff. leaving a lot out because it's very interesting to watch on its own, but that's basically the gist of it. Mm-hmm. She's very feisty and like, trying to find her sister, and oh, her sister has been thrown into a world. Oh, no.
4: Dun-dun-dun. What
1: happens now? Funny. Yeah. Are so, you going to continue to watch Yashihime? Definitely? Definitely. Uh, that's not even a question. 10 yeah. out of 10 Inuyashas. There's no Yasha. <laughs> 10 out of 10 Kiratas. Cat demons.
3: Cat demons.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, Rob, do you want to give us the latest, or do you guys have any questions about Yashihime or anything before we move on? Because I know I haven't really... It's uh,
4: No questions, but it's starting to become more clear i feel like
1: what do you mean yeah it, it does feel like a, bit, a good bit, thing
2: it feels like that like there's an actual storyline being solidified here and that yeah you can actually understand it despite not having seen the previous um like parent series
1: yeah yeah
0: fair enough that makes sense uh so rob do you want to give us a breakdown on Jujutsu kainten
4: yeah so first of all i'll just say i didn't watch burn the witch this week um but i'll be catching up next week with episodes 2 and 3, but in this week of Jujutsu Kaisen, which is episode 2, we pick up where we left off, which is the main character has swallowed a curse finger, he has taken the demon into his body, and the guy who was trying to kill the demon is like, I'm gonna have to kill you now. Um, So, yeah, we pick up from there, the main character's like, I'm, I'm fine, it's fine, and the jiu practitioner's boss comes along and he's like this is interesting are you actually fine and he's like yeah i am and then he's like okay prove it 10 seconds let the demon take over and then snap him out and you take over again and he does that he proves that he's in control of his body despite having eaten one of the most super powerful curses in the entire world and um the uh Practitioner's boss is like, well, this is interesting, we can use this, and basically threatens the student with, you can either die now and have that curse uh, cease to exist because it'll like die with you because you've swallowed it, something, something, or you can help us by going around, swallowing all of the fingers, and then dying. (laughs) Um, So it's a really, really good option A or B situation happening for this poor kid. But, uh, you know, die later is preferable to die now. So he's like, well, I'm in. You twisted my arm. Um, You had me at swallowing ancient demon fingers. Um, (laughs) Ah, yes.
1: The most romantic of gestures. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah. And so to kind of prove it, I guess, they've got another one of those demon fingers lying around because they guard it. And he's like, well... Let's see how you handle number two. You, you know, you ate number one in a pretty sp- stressful situation. And um, he's like, well, you know, in the daytime, it looks a lot grosser. But he swallows it. The <laughs> effect of the curse is kind of magnified. Like, he's got some physical side effects showing. But once again, he's got it under control. And, cool. um, yeah, he interviews at a jujutsu school which is a school on the fringe of Tokyo, which um, pretends to be like a super religious private school. And the principal grills him. He's like, do you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? He basically stress tests, tr- stress tests his why. Why is he doing it? Um, and the way he does that is by throwing a possessed doll at him. And the doll beats him up while he, in a really stressful state, explains his why. And eventually the principal is happy. And we're one step closer to having the team of three. So uh, the school student, the initial guy who investigated, and a third lady who's yet to be revealed to us. Um, But yeah, the team's coming together. And they're going to go on a quest to hunt down all the demon fingers. And it's actually looking pretty cool. I'm actually pretty interested. I'd grade it probably like eight, eight and a half demon fingers out of ten. Nice.
1: Eight and a it's a good rating.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Like in terms of so this, uh, as opposed to uh, what was it called? The other spirit show that we watched like two weeks ago.
0: Uh, the the Lost Sp- Village.
1: Oh yeah.
4: No no no. The the one with the with the guy who's not what he says he is, and he uses a school student who actually knows what he's doing. Oh, Mob Psycho. Ah, um, right. <laughs> I was like, Sorry. As a student, is
1: this? We didn't watch any sexual shows, did we? <laughs> that's kind of weird.
0: <laughs> Rob has been off watching hentai on his own, it's fine.
4: Yeah, th- that's it. You got me, you got me. Um, <laughs> no, but it's. This is actually quite good. Like, it's. It's kind of like supernatural in the early days. That's the kind of feel I get. Like, it's kind of dark, gritty, um, kind of blood, kind of gore, but investigating stuff and trying to get to the bottom of things to help people so really cool really cool
0: yeah nice awesome uh then daniel do you want to give us a breakdown on talentless nana
2: yes yes oh i boy. do because this is who oh boy okay so oh first, no. off, first off did anyone else watch it no, no
1: your comment sorry. makes me fearful though okay
2: here we go Maybe here you're we go that we didn't watch it so The episode opens by us being introduced to Nanao Nakajima. He is a talentless boy who's been sent to an island, uh, basically um, a desert island, where a whole bunch of other kids with talents have been brought in um, to prepare them for the upcoming battle against the enemies of humanity. It's not really uh, made express like what the enemies of humanity are, But they look kind of like demons. Like, very much, um... And some can take the form of humans. Um, and, you know, he... He's our protagonist. Um, and... You know, it... He goes to school, he gets picked on because... He doesn't have any fucking, um... (laughs) Yeah, he is generic as fuck. It is... He is a generic fucking school kid. Then... Um, we get introduced to some new transfers. Um, there is the. He's got silver hair. He doesn't give a shit about anyone. He thinks everyone's childish. Um, it very much if, if the big bad entered the room, you would be hard pressed to not pick this guy. Because <laughs> everything just screams. Okay. I'm the bad guy. I don't think he is, because of just how loud that screaming is. Of, I'm the bad guy. But you know. And then we also get um, introduced to, oh uh, fuck, I can't pronounce this name, um, Nana Hiryaga Hiragi. Hiragi. Pretty close. Yeah, Nana Hiry- H- Hiragi, um, who is a mind reader. Um and, and she is very much your anime quirky girl. She has pink hair, she's very hyper, she's very um uh like she wants to be a friend all the time. Um she's tie on crack basically with pink hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, if I had my if I had it my way I would also have a obnoxiously coloured head, but unfortunately I cannot <laughs> <laughs> specifically pink yellow or blue yeah or, why not? or purple do
2: it. as i go for it yeah. as i oh. said tie on crack Fuck, all of
1: the colors
3: <laughs>
1: all of the colors
2: <laughs> um and immediately um she singles out um uh, nana or nanao sorry sorry nanao um nanao, eh, nanao. there we go nanao um, and tries to be his friend.
1: <laughs> he just got worse, that's hilarious. Um,
2: you know, he, he try, she tries to be his friend, tries to, um, you know, uh, be friendly, and he just rebuffs everything. It's like, I'm...
3: Oh
2: shit. I'm not a leader, I, I don't care what everyone else thinks of me. She calls bullshit, he's like, no, you clearly care what everyone fucking thinks about you. Um, <laughs> you just need to stop living in your father's shadow. Uh, and then they oh. try to, um... Yeah, this guy goes this guy has serious daddy issues. Um, I mean, don't we
0: all?
1: <laughs> but he wants to fuck his dad. <laughs> I mean, sorry, don't we all? <laughs> his dad in particular, so not our own
0: dads, his particular dad <laughs> It
1: was just a joke. <laughs> but now this just makes it hilarious if I want to watch it now.
2: So um then class president gets um uh, called for and you know the hot firebrand, firepower guys go, Yep, I'm the powerful, I'm the most strongest, ego. I have to be, um, the class president. Uh, the guy with ice is like, no, no, you're a brute, clearly I'm the prettiest, I should be. And then... Wait, what? <laughs> like, basically, he he is, like, a pretty boy. Um... Oh, that's and so like, funny! You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I should be, cause, you know, I have some actual personality. Then... Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah Nolan, wow. Yeah. Shots fired. Then Nan- uh, Nana goes, I think it should be Nanao <laughs> And, uh, you know, he doesn't have any powers. Ergo, he should be class president. That's um, not how this works. That's not how know, any like, of what? this works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which the fire guy said, look, we'll settle this outside with a brawl tomorrow. And <laughs> the teacher agrees for some reason. <laughs> nice. Um, then, uh, you know... And then like, why the fuck did you do that? I'm leaving. Nana continues to follow. Um, and, you know, basically being a quirky anime girl tries to melt his heart. It doesn't work. In fact, he she basically triggers him to complete anger and rage and hatred. And then we oh. cut... Yeah, like, it's it's real fucking bad. Um, hmm. It was a huge blow-up. And then we cut to the fight the next day where... Nanao is not fighting because it's like well he can summon firestorms he can summon blizzards I will die if I get in the middle of that I'm done
0: smart move just stay out of it
2: yeah um (laughs) and uh, the fire guy loses because he's just he doesn't have any um skill it's just raw power Mm.
3: um
2: but when he loses he loses control and just fires a giant fireball that would um uh, eviscerate the entire class including Nana Nanao sees this and is like I actually have changed my mind I want to help this girl and steps in front of her plot twist he has a talent dun 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 his talent is he can nullify the talent of anyone else
1: oh fuck off
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's a razor head yeah, yeah. He is an anti talent, basically. Um, and, you know, saving them from everyone, everyone's like, yeah, he's the class president. Um, and then Nana and Nanao uh, head off out into the forest um, on like a viewing platform, like over the beach on a cliffhead, you know, like we have them, you know, around our beaches, you know, they're really up high. And, um, and you know, uh, Nanao's like, you know, I. I never thought myself a leader. Thanks to you, Nana, I can actually, you know, become a leader. And there's this really touching moment where Nana holds hands with Nana and blocks out her um, her mind reading. So for the first time ever, she can't hear the voices of everyone. And then she pushes, pushes him off the fucking cliff.
1: What? What was the second? <laughs> Clearly she wanted to hear the voices. Yeah,
2: obviously. No, 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 no. She is talentless. She is the protagonist.
1: <laughs>
0: she. <laughs> I mean, with a, with a name like Talentless Nana, of course she's the protagonist.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> so, she's an assassin. A government assassin. Here to kill... Function-
4: purely t- on cliff faces? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I'm sorry, I can't go on this mission to assassinate the president. He's not going near a cliff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, Does he like long <laughs> strolls on the beach? <laughs> her,
2: um, her main... Like, um... Basically, the government has deemed Nanao a true enemy of humanity because the potential kill count of him is one million plus. Okay. So her job is basically to kill people with talents, whom the government has deemed like actual evil people. Right. The implication cool, is, I the, guess. yeah. The implication is there are no demons or anything like that. These kids are the actual enemies of humanity because they can, you know, um, shoot fireballs, teleport instantly, summon fucking blizzards, read people's <laughs> minds. Honestly. It's great. <laughs> like, like, I'm glad I didn't read anything up on this before I looked at it. Because if you look at the Wikipedia page, it shows Nana with a, what looks like a severed head behind her back. And, like, blood oh. splatter. Like, it, it completely ruins it. But, like... Yeah. That, that like a fucking plot to it, it's such a touching moment. And then she just throws him like with a jujitsu move off the edge of a fucking cliff and just Blimey. explains i'm just like i'm doing like for the good of humanity i can you please die <laughs> and just like oh fuck because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have any power she's not a minor she's just hyper observant she can sherlock scan people like, right. Like, while, uh, like, um, Nanao has managed to grab a rope and is just, like, dangling there. And she explains, like, I saw that you were an outcast because, you know, you were holding a book but and reading it, but you weren't turning any of the pages. Um, I saw that you were an affectionate person because you, you know, you had a, crap, a cat scratch, um, on your neck and the gift that you have is clearly not yours. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> There so yeah, go. this is actually fucking great. Like this first episode <laughs> like sets up a fucking great thing. I highly recommend watching it.
0: Nice. Well I will I it sounds interesting. I think are you gonna keep watching it obviously from the sounds that you're gonna be Definitely
2: I'm definitely gonna watch it next week. I'll be i
0: I'll be all interested in hearing what you do, what you end up how it goes.
2: Yeah, I I'm looking forward to it as well.
0: Oh good. Uh in that case then I'll move into Akuma Akudama Drive. Which was also, I would say, very good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface my review with that. It was very, very good. I quite enjoyed it quite a lot. Uh, the essential overall premise of Akuma Drive is there is a group of people called Akudama. They are the best. It seems like they're the best in the world at what what they do. So there's a hacker, and his his name he just goes by Hacker. There's a <laughs> so original. Cut, <laughs> there's a cutthroat. He goes by Cutthroat you get you start to see a pattern here where there's the courier he does he goes by courier
4: wait 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 slow down slow down it's not making enough sense
3: i know
0: <laughs> right <laughs> uh, it's a future tokyo now i'm always a sucker for the future i love things set in the future because it's just like oh future things i don't care about the past show me the future show me what's going to happen and it's it's pretty up there in terms of future it's got self-driving cars mm. uh they've got they've abolished pretty much not quite but they've basically abolished cash And there's basically a quick communication system in terms of banking and stuff. It's quite good. But the the Akudama are basically super criminals and they are highly wanted. For example, uh, they have sentences on them. So if they're caught, they'll be sentenced to a certain amount of time. One of them, his sentence is four years. The uh, longest one is 967 years. With the exception of Cutthroat, who has a 999 year uh, sentence. So So he's the longest then. (laughs) But we, he's being executed, so... <laughs> it doesn't... <laughs> so the inciting incident is that uh, Cutthroat is going to be executed. Then a mysterious force offers a reward of 100 million yen to the main characters to rescue Cutthroat, but only one can get the reward, so they're in direct competition with each other. And Kuria uh, has also been given a package to deliver to Cutthroat. Throughout all of this, a regular girl is caught up because she is at a, a takoyaki stand with the courier. He goes to pay and accidentally drops 500 yen. She orders takoyaki, which coincidentally costs 500 yen, but she doesn't want to use his money because it's his money she wants to give it back. And the store doesn't take credit cards, essentially. It only takes cash. So she says, oh, let me just go to the store next door quickly. I'll get some cash and I'll come back. The owner of the Takoyaki stand calls the police, and she's thrown in jail with Mega City 1 levels efficiency.
1: Yeah, it's like, all of a sudden, like, so quick. Mm, They arrived, she's hoisted up, and she is gone. Like, 10 seconds. (laughs) Yep. And
0: she didn't do anything particularly wrong. She was going to get money and pay for the Takoyaki. She just didn't want to use her 500 yen. She pleads her case to the police robot. And the police robot just says that she's a fraudster because she had 500 yen to pay for it, so why wouldn't she just use it? And that's how that goes down. It just so happens that this police station happens to be where Cutthroat is being held and where he's going to be publicly executed later that day. In doing all of this, the Akudama called Hacker hacks into the police system and all hell just breaks loose, basically. They're all basically attacking Brawler, who is one of the Akudama, is attacking the front just fighting police to get in. And they make their way through. The, main, or the the girl tricks them into thinking that she's also an Akudama. And she says that she's uh, is she a trickster? It's not a trickster. She's a con man, basically. I've forgotten, the, I've forgotten what she calls herself. But she's basically a con swindler. man. Swindler. Swindler. Yeah, she's a swindler. And they're like, well, you're not on the list of Akudama. How could that be? And in A Stroke of Genius, she says, well, as a swindler, I tricked the list. So I'm not on there. It's a genius move. <laughs>
2: Mm, mm. Mm. that's actually great i love that yeah
1: (laughs) it's really smart yeah yeah
0: it was really and so she goes through all this and these guys are like next level insane in terms of risk taking strength fighting they're all just all over the place they eventually make their way to cutthroat, and it turns out the package that the courier is carrying is actually bomb uh, bomb collars everybody has a bomb collar put on them and that's really where the episode ends some things that I wanted to point out is there are character introductions to every character and they feel very Borderlands, like it stops, gives them a, a shot of their pay of, of their face and then their name showed, like slams onto the screen along with their, their sentence. It's very, very Borderlands-esque. Uh, everyone is highly skilled and is very comfortable in their underword roles, like the courier is just delivering stuff non-stop and he's getting paid boatloads of money to just keep delivering stuff.
2: Honestly, it sounds a lot like the Suicide Squad, to be honest.
0: It's a bit Suicide squad yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Mm. Um,
0: There's very intriguing. There wasn't a cat, but... No, oh, there was a cat. There were several there was, cats. Yeah, there was a few there cats.
4: There were several cats.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were literally like, as soon as we saw a cat, he was like, I can finally read the show! <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, I would give it 8 out of 10 hologram statues, because all the statues have been replaced there with There were holograms. real cats,
1: too. There was like the two real cats that you tried to yeah, save.
0: those cats. I'm giving you 8 out of 10 hologram statues.
1: But the black cat was real. Yeah, I know.
0: The statues weren't of cats. They were of people.
1: But they were real cats. <laughs> Just write it out of cats.
0: <laughs> Fine, it was 8 out of 10 cats. Uh, I will keep watching Akudama... Uh, what is it called? Akudama Drive? Because it is very intriguing. I'm very interested to see where it's going to go. I
2: mean, it does sound like... that. It does sound like the... The sudden reveal of, hey, bomb collars, and now you're a suicide squad does sound interesting.
3: Hmm. Mm, mm.
0: And I'm, I'm just waiting for one of them to say, what are we, some kind of suicide squad? <laughs> <laughs>
4: just just so you know, Zach, that uh, in the My Anime list, uh, it's actually got Black Cat as a supporting character. So you better bloody rate this show. Oh my
0: god, I forgot. <laughs> yes, the Black Cat is a supporting character. I literally just had that. No, I, I forgot the cat talked.
4: What? Run of the mill cat, obviously. <laughs> so... I, I, I i think I need to go and check on your cats. It seems a bit suspicious.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Ty. I was too caught up in trying to make sure I remember everything and reading my notes.
3: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, do you want to give us a breakdown of Kenichi, the mightiest disciple, Ty? Which wasn't a new show, it was just something that she was watching.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I've been meaning to finish it and finally got a chance this week. So, it's 50 episodes long, and a lot happens in that episode, uh, in, in that show, so I'm just going to give a basic review. Um, he's a boy who is bullied and stands up for himself, and in order to stand up for himself, he goes to a dojo called Ryōzanpaku to learn martial arts. Except this dojo teaches not only karate, it teaches Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, um, like general weapon fighting, shuriken, swords, whatever, and Chinese martial arts. So the main character, Kenichi, learns, oh, not learns all five, he doesn't choose, he doesn't have no choice. It is foisted upon him and he takes a good beating from all of them (laughs) every day in order to, like, you know, work up a. Like what? Pain yeah. resistance, tolerance, yeah. But as he does, he learns. He also learns and increases his fighting abilities, and uh, and yeah, just generally grows stronger every day. Through many battles, his will to learn and um, just his his want to help his friends kind of explosively increases. So it's a very friendship-oriented anime full of fighting, and it was just okay. (laughs) I remember it being really good in my memory, but it was okay as an anime.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I tried to get me to watch it in the beginning, and I was very bored, which is is not the show's fault. I think that's my fault because I was expecting more from
1: it. No, the manga is really quick, like... This entire, like, 50 episodes, I feel like they covered it so quickly in the manga, mm. and it's just so long to watch, because <laughs> it's... You know when you expect, like, a series, uh, like, a, even an episode to go real fast, but then it kind of drags on? Like, you know how with uh, Dragon Ball Z, they, like, ah, for, like, 20 episodes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm, yes. It's not at that level, but it's kind of like a, oh, yes, the leader of this whatever got captured and he's Kenichi's best friend and he has to go save him again. Fucking hell of course. What is this? (laughs) Fucking Bowser and Peach and Mario? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's good. We'd not want to continue. I'd probably just read the manga again because Mm. it's like a 3 out of 10 for me for an anime.
0: Fair enough. The little bits that I caught in the beginning we watched maybe 3 episodes and I gave up. Yeah, and I caught the last three episodes with you today and I'm like, what the hell is happening?
1: Yeah, it's because it's, it's good. It's like actually about martial arts, but less off uh, like flashy, flashy stuff. Mm. But also it, it is kind of flashy in its own way.
3: Yeah,
0: it's less about flashy key attacks and more about technique.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's also not serious as well, which mm. is what I don't like. Like, I really want to watch something serious like, I don't know. It, it was Okay.
0: That's okay. That's fine. So, I mean, you're not going to continue to watch it because you finished it, but if it was... Oh,
1: no. I'm I'm sure there's a season two and stuff, but I'd rather just... not. (laughs) No, thank you. Look,
0: that's fair enough. That's unfortunate, but I'm glad that you managed to finish it up. Uh, Rob, do you want to give us a breakdown on I'm Standing on a Million Lives?
4: Yeah, yep, yep. So, uh, where we left off last time was... Three people in a computer game type thing. They've been given a quest to kill the troll. Um, one of them gets eaten. They do not respawn. So <laughs> that's funny. the remaining two, uh, they decide one of them will stay in the town and the other one will go level up by killing shit-tier goblins. And that's where we pick up. And the main character, uh, he goes out into the forest and starts killing goblins. And then he gets a notification. Bum, bum, bum. The second person in his squad is dead and not respawning. And he's like, excuse me, what the fuck? We agreed you would be safe so that I could be out here killing goblins and that we three wouldn't all die at once. So he turns around, gets a view of the village, and it's on fire. And it's by uh, by the hands of the troll, no less. Um, main characters only managed to get to level nine thus far very close to level 10. He's like, fuck it, I have to go and try and do something. He kind of succeeds in delaying things, draws the troll away from the village, uh, kills a goblin by stabbing it in the jugular with a broken um, handle from Wait, the, uh, the, a hoe, it, I think. Is this gory? No, it's, it's really tame. It's super tame. The animation style is... Um, Actually similar to what we watched this week, um, as re- the time I got reincarnated as a slime. It's kind of similar animation style, not very gory at all. Um, but um, yeah, so he kills his goblin, there's a little bit of green blood, but that's it. He levels up to level 10, and he gets drawn into the DM zone. The DM's like, hey, you're level 10, time to re-roll a profession. If you'll remember, last time he was a gardener, so he had basically no equipment to fight. So he, he spins the wheel again, it's all RNGesus, and the wheel really doesn't deliver. He gets another really crap commoner profession, which is chef. But at the very least, he gets two knives, and he gets a special ability that he can see uh, basically how to dissect common creatures, including this troll. So, he whips out these knives, slices the troll's stomach open with these knives, and his two teammates respawn. And then, eventually, they kill the troll. Um, Cool. Yeah. He also gets one question. So, they get one question every time they complete a quest, given by the DM. Because they killed the troll, and that was the quest, uh, the main character gets the opportunity to ask one question regarding what the actual fuck is going on here. (laughs) Um... And I'm racking my brain, I can't actually remember what the question was. Oh, that's right. What are we going to be doing when the quest hits level 10? And it gives us a really short cutscene of them fighting a dragon, what we think is on earth. So he's like, holy fuck, we are not ready to face a dragon, but we're going to have to apparently... So we have to work our way up to this. Um, and that's pretty much where the episode leaves. They get teleported back to Earth because the quest is done. And I, I'm assuming eventually they're going to get ported back into this alternate universe, whatever it is. But yeah, it's it's very uh, sword, art, sword Art Online-ish. Um, and it's okay. It's not bad. It's not nice. Great. But it's not bad.
0: Fair enough. Are you going to continue on from here?
4: yeah definitely um I, I don't know what it is about me in these shows but i feel like they're my babies now um, and i feel like i have to see see it through to the end i just hope that it doesn't go for too long like if, if i'm watching this and it's like 80 episodes later and they're still doing the same shit i'm gonna be like ah i'm gonna have to scrub it but for I now hope it, i it's... hope it's
0: like black clover it's like 150 episodes strong and still going <laughs>
4: I, I want I want to get ten episodes in and have fifty episodes of filler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, it really um, sounds
2: like you have the next One Piece on your hand there, Rob. Yeah, you're gonna have to yeah, <laughs> strap in for like eight hundred episodes, please.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty standard. It's it's got some interesting concepts. I like the RNG profession thing. I like I like that it simulates a game. It really. I, is probably why I'm watching. I do here. like I the idea. See how the system plays out.
2: I do like the idea of a
4: chef versus a dragon.
0: That does sound mm. appealing.
3: Mm. Yeah,
4: I'm hoping so chances are by the time that rolls around, I think it's new profession every 10 levels. So by the time they get to the 10th quest, cuz they're on they just finished the 3rd, I'm assuming they'll be like, you know, two or three professions on from where they are now.
1: Mm. But
4: you know I think they can re-roll professions, so it'd be funny if all three of them rolled Chef against this dragon, that would be an interesting episode.
0: <laughs> we're gonna cook you a nice meal. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that? You're terrorizing Tokyo. Well, <laughs> just wait there for three hours and we're gonna cook you a fucking kick ass dinner. We're
0: <laughs> gonna kick your goose or cook your this grease we found in the forest. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> and nothing more <laughs> <laughs> happy rampaging dragon
0: <laughs> that's right well i think we've got one more show to go and then we've done it guys we managed to get through almost every show that came out this season but there's still more coming out but
2: excellent we have, i'll we have see to you next <laughs> week bye <laughs> yeah
0: totally so we had to move in into digimon adventure
3: Woohoo!
0: um If you may recall, last week, Izzy and everyone who wasn't Ty and Matt were sucked into a vortex, and Devimon appeared, Ty did the the genius move of, hey, bad guy, where's the one thing that we need as the good guy to actually catch where we're going, and got no response. This week, it's just Ty and Matt, and they are accosted by Valvmon, who is a giant ship... Like a walking ship tank. It's very, very strange. Inside the walking ship tank are basically knockoff stormtroopers in that they can't shoot, they can't hit anything, can't hit the broadside of a barn. They have masks on and they're not given names. It's very strange. So uh, a cannon fodder.
2: Out- it is a giant ship that transports <laughs> cannon fodder to the fight.
0: <laughs> Essentially. Uh, we find out that Izzy and the gang have actually been safely moved to real Tokyo actual tokyo they've got to it's not like last time where they thought it was real tokyo it really is tokyo this time
2: don't believe you in the slightest
0: oh no they do they really did they actually went to real tokyo all the digimon did not go with them so it's just mimi uh izzy joe and sora and they've just been moved to real tokyo the power problem is managed to resolve itself it looks like and everyone is starting to progress through things as normal joe goes to the police and tells them everything about the digimon situation and the police laugh him off and they're not interested in talking to him telling him just to go home and we have ty and matt going out to fight the uh, fight Valvemon, and they're accosted by a human like a humanoid lion basically by the name of leomon and leomon hey old
2: mate leomon
0: <laughs> what the hell Leomon attacks Valmon and is like, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta fight these guys." So they fight them. Uh, they beat them, as you would expect. And he's he says, "Oh, well, you know, we've got to, we've got to get to the storage room because that's where the storage room is." Uh, the ones he fights, by the way, and these are just mm, mm, muah, fantastically named Digimon. Uh, Minotaurmon. Would you like to guess? Wait, hold Min- on.
4: Yeah, can you please elaborate on what that might be? Minotaurmon. Uh Minotaurmon. It's
0: a, a, Minotaurmon. It's a Minotaur whose left hand is like a big... You know, one of those press machines? Like a big metal press that comes down and just crushes things?
2: Uh, You mean uh, a metal press? Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes, a metal press. That's right. Middletopmon's left hand is a metal press. Uh, He is joined by Bullmon. Uh, No points for guessing that Bullmon is a bull. And that's the two they fight this week. It is... It was okay, to be honest. It wasn't exactly the most exciting of episodes. But at the end, when they get to the core of what they've been going to, what they've been trying to get to, which is in the storage, we finally, finally get a canonical appearance of TK in the digital world. He's been captured, and he's being held in Valmont.
4: Nah, you're full of shit. It finally happens. No way.
0: Totally. And... In the real world, in, to- in real Tokyo, Izzy and the gang happen to come across Tai's mum and Tai's mum happens to be travelling with Hikari and they she leaves Hikari with them because she's going to go get her car because she left it in traffic last week or yesterday.
4: Wait, what? There's a side plot of going to get a car in traffic. Did I hear uh, that right?
0: Yeah, so when the power was out, no one could move so everyone just abandoned their cars in the middle of the road. And so, Ty's mom is going to get her car.
4: Oh, okay. I thought it was like, you know, that episode of Simpsons where he goes to New York and has to pick up his car. Oh, no, no, no. no. It's no nothing that exciting. randomly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing that exciting, unfortunately. Uh, we had the Ikakumon Digimon Encyclopedia this week, and it made no mention of the fact that he's able to float, so I'm very upset about that. However, it turns out that Ikakumon, his claws can transmit heat. And Izzy asks the all-important question... Can I warm up my lunchbox on Ikakumon's claws?
2: That's a very, very critical question. Can he? It is. It's
0: a, it's a question that we, we may never have the answer to, unfortunately. But that's Digimon Adventure. <sighs> I, will,
3: <laughs>
0: I will continue watching and continue to report back on this show as it gets slightly worse, and then hopefully it gets better. Next week, Palmon is going to be arriving, or at least TK is going to get Palmon's egg. So I'm keen to see what happens on that front. Hopefully we're finally gonna get Angemon. But we do have a shot of Angemon who looks like he's tied up in chains. So I'm not sure what the deal is with that.
4: Yeah, you're right, right, right. Mm,
0: mm, mm Well there we go, we've done it, guys. We've um we've gone through all the stuff we were trying to watch this week except for the big episode, The Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. Daniel, do you wanna um, walk us through the yes. the plot developments of was oh, as Ty says, slime boy.
2: Do it, do it, Daniel. Do it. Give oh, it. Oh, I didn't him. watch the anime. I didn't have time.
0: That's a shame. <laughs> just make, just make up the, uh, make up the, the, the plot synopsis then. Okay.
4: Based on the title alone, what do you think happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, as seems
2: to be a theme with a lot of the shows we're watching today, um, Satoru uh, Mikami gets shanked, and. In his dying breaths, starts like babbling about, hey, please delete my hard drive. As an aside, guys, should I ever die, please delete my hard drive. Um, Dude, that was so funny. Nah, I think really I'm going like to give the hard drive <laughs> straight to your parents.
0: Like, hey, look at this.
2: Oh, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but as he's dying, um, he says the exact correct things at the right time. To get a bunch of skills stuff like immunity to cold immunity to fire yes. but yes. the two the two big ones would be predator which he gets because yes. he said in the next life i'm going to hunt down all the ladies
4: <laughs> yes yes
2: and greater sage which he says like you know um they say wizards live to like um, you know old wizards um, lived to like 30 since I'm 40 I must be some kind of great sage
0: Oh no,
2: I don't know that that translated properly Daniel
0: it's not that old wizards live to be that long it's that he's never had a girlfriend in that long and so therefore he must be a sage oh yep.
2: okay yep um and these two skills combined are the most broken piece of shit ever um so he gets reincarnated uh, As the title uh, suggests, as a small blue slime. But the two skills he has, Great Sage, he basically has an AI in him um, Mm -hmm. that gives him information on basically everything.
4: Wait, do we not all have voices in our heads that give us information about everything?
2: No, mine just tells me to burn things.
1: Yes, mine's often (laughs) wrong though. <laughs>
3: that was so hot felt. That was so good. Classic. Um, oh. and,
2: <laughs> and the other skill that um, he, he gets is Predator, which is um, I eat you and then I get everything that you had. He eats a spider and gets, like, the ability to create sticky webs and steel webs.
3: He eats... can, I,
4: can I just, mm-hmm. just as soon as he gets that skill, he uses it to cross a chasm and he cheers himself on while he swings. And it's so good. I love that <laughs> moment. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and it it's like, ah! <laughs> yeah,
2: like, he he finds himself in a cave and he's basically just ha- ha- um, the perfect cave where there is exactly the right amount of animals and um, various flowers for him to create basically fucking anything. Um. Yep. And then he meets a dragon, which, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no real, like, preamble to that. It's just, uh-huh, 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 and dragon. The um, storm dragon Veldora, uh, who is basically a teenager who's been trapped in underground in about three, for about 300 years, and because the slime is adorable and basically just friendly, he befriends the dragon.
0: He know, then just, when you had yeah. a dragon to make friends?
2: You know and how it
1: crit- is. You get lonely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and critically, the dragon gives him a name. Rimuru Tempe- Tempest. In this world, if you have a name, you get to level up. Um, so Rimuru gets a little bit stronger. He then gives the dragon a name and then eats the dragon.
4: Uh, it's a voluntary thing, guys. Just, you know, <laughs> there, so, are, there are war people yeah. out there. There <laughs> are extenuating so,
2: circumstances here. No. Yes. So, Vildora is actually trapped in the cave, and the actual shell that he's trapped in is completely unbreakable as far as anyone knows. By using Predator to eat the, the cage that he's in, he can then use Great Sage to analyze it and potentially find a weakness. But God knows how long this is actually going to take. Mm-hmm. so it's basically just we eat the dragon and then everything's fine except everything is not fine turns out that when you remove a giant dragon like that and a giant magical potential of all that there are consequences
1: hey, um, <laughs> i don't like consequences <laughs>
2: <laughs> um because it turns out like the dragon being in this, like being in the forest was keeping everyone at bay because what if he got out like no one really wanted to go around and then with the dragon removed literally everyone starts their plots um <laughs> so when Rima leaves the um the cave he meets some goblins and they are pathetic he then names them and they are no longer pathetic
4: they're swole as fuck. Yeah. Oh no, he, no, f- no first he, Except um, for Gobtar. <laughs> yeah. Gobtar Gobta is Swole in every other way except for physically. But then he
2: gets <laughs> then he gets really good at like shadow kicks up all, but we'll get to that. Um he actually also meets the dire wolves and he just fucking cuts one of their heads off. <laughs> like it's it's a very graphic scene where he's, like, he's got the head direwolf there. He's protecting the goblin village at this point. And the goblin wolf is strung up with his webs. And after some very brief negotiations of which no one is going to be moved from their position, Rimuru just cuts the guy's head off with, like, steel strength.
3: hmm
2: Our heroes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> But over time, Rimuru kind of starts building a... Like a town and a society of monsters. Direwolves, goblins, and then um, ogres show up. And because he names them, they turn into... Jin, is it? I can't remember yeah. what the... I, I can't actually remember... Kijin. I can't remember what Kijin. the um thing is.
0: Yeah, no, it's Kijin. Yeah. Kijin.
2: Uh, who are just pretty goblins. Um, and then a oh, demon no, lord...
0: No, the goblins turn turning to hobgoblins and... Sorry, yeah,
2: yeah, I'm sorry, pretty, um, pretty ogres. Mm-hmm.
0: Basically um,
3: humans.
2: Yeah, at which point then... Um, like, the first basically half, I would say, of the anime, and correct me if I'm wrong, is basically him just trying to set up his society.
0: Well, that's pretty much what he's trying to do
2: for yeah, most of the anime. It's not, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he meets Shizu and that's when things really kick off because Shizu is um, introduced as like the secondary antagonist like oh sorry secondary um, protagonist and like um, also um, basically explicitly explicitly said that Rimuru is going to be with Shizu forever and that's technically not a lie (laughs) but like all prophecies (laughs) um, it gets twisted um. turns out Shizu has uh, Ifrit, a fire demon in her, like a greater fire demon. Um, Ifrit is the demon's name, and in this world, like I said, if you have a name, you're kind of badass. Ifrit, um breaks out of Shizu and takes over, and in the ensuing fight, basically Shizu's spent. She's gonna die. So, to preserve Shizu, and um, as her last wish, Rimuru eats her. There's a pattern of behavior at this point that you have to question about how many of Rimuru's problems get resolved by eating people. How does he deal with the dragon? He eats the dragon. How does he deal with the direwolf? He eats the direwolves. How does he deal with the orcs? He eats the orcs.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. We, we, don't, we probably don't want to do a play-by-play play every, every yeah. part of it.
2: Um, but really, that's, I mean, that's really basically it. After a while, um, oh, Shizu has some kids that she's training who are also from Japan and are going to die. And then Rimuru fixes that and also breaks everything. I think, in,
0: <laughs> in classic slime fashion, as you do, you know, you get, you see a slime, he breaks everything. It's how yeah. it goes.
2: Because I wanted to, like, I wanted to ask you guys about, but like the last episode or the second. I'm not counting the last episode as an actual episode because that's stupid. That's like that sets up like the next season and shouldn't be there in my opinion. But that's leaving here. Nor there. Is
0: that the, the? Is that the one where they go to the beach?
2: No, that's the um. Uh, the black and the mask or mask and the black or something like that
0: Ah, yeah 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 yeah.
2: like it I get what they're doing they're setting up next season but like that doesn't that doesn't need to be there like it could have ended right after they saved Shizu's kids like the rest is just filler like that's fair that's fair fair. um but they Shizu's kids are gonna die and they shove a bunch of spirits in them to save them that's how that ends (laughs)
0: Hmm. <laughs> Essentially, it's a bit odd. Yeah, like I ask... it...
2: Yep, go. I, was,
0: I want to ask you guys a question.
2: Did you enjoy this show? For 95%, yes. yes. Rob?
4: Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Hmm. I thought it was super super warm, full of charm, especially like the earlier parts of it. Super charming like him, like uh, yelling or whatever it is he did as he swung the rope. The just the personality of the slime, yeah, yeah. I I quite enjoyed it.
0: Okay, Ty, did you enjoy the show?
1: It was okay.
0: I did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> I we Ty and I have watched oh, most of it previously when it first came out. We were watching week to week. I dropped off further in than I thought it was, but basically after he finds the kids. Because something about Rimuru just rubs me the wrong way. (laughs) Something about him is just off in a way that I can't quite put my finger on.
4: I can explain exactly what it is.
1: We both know exactly what it is. What's that?
4: What is it? What is it?
1: There's no problems for him. He resolves everything with ease. There's no character development. He's already the best of the best he's going to be. Yep. Mm. Yep. I
2: was going to mention that is a serious right. problem. Having your protagonist being a god, like a literal... Yeah, b- b- like, oh yeah, I have infinite healing potions. I can create basically anything. Um, and I'm just so all-loving and everyone loves me and I have so much powerful allies. Hmm. Like, it's it's a problem. But that's not why Zack doesn't like Rimuru, to be clear. That's just a problem with the show.
3: Hmm. Zack I mean,
2: doesn't. I say... Sorry, Daniel. I'm going to say, Zach, you don't like Rimuru because Rimuru has ultimate power and doesn't um, treat his subjects like peons and a, a dictator. <laughs> he he actually cares about them. You, on the other hand, demand ultimate power.
0: <laughs> no, not quite. Unfortunately, no. I, I think what it was because we watched it in Japanese for the first a bit time. of the last time, and we watched a bit of it in Japanese. No, we watched it... seven episodes. we watched watching Japanese. Oh yeah, and the first we
1: time over. I watched it, we watched it in Japanese as well.
0: Hmm. And this one, we switched over to English partway through, just because it was easier. I I couldn't bother reading, and it was like, oh. in that switch, Rimuru changed from a relatively likable character to me to just a douchebag. Like, he was all- no,
4: really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the English dub makes him sound, like, really up himself and mm. really, like, oh, uh, be my subject sort of thing. Like, yeah. I don't even, even with um oh, Lilim, no. or Milliam, I can't remember her name, the pink-haired girl. Milliam? Milliam. Really? I didn't yeah, get he that. he was, like, now, in- uh, it's hard to- it's, like, nuances and stuff. It's very much a- like, the whole besties thing was, like, it was nice, but- Oh, it just didn't.
0: Bestie, forestie, kill me, kill me now. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was that. It felt very forced. Whereas mm. in the Japanese one, it was kind of like, yes, it felt forced, but it was like, ah, oh, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah, and it was also that he he used a lot of like at one point he literally says, "Bruh, if I wanted you dead, I would have killed you." Oh uh, yeah, it... and it's like, what are you
3: literally? Do- yeah,
2: actually, says, Bruh. I, that 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 did kind of stick in my um. Mind, yeah like, but like he like towards especially not, not so much to the start but towards the end he was very much using a lot more modern vernacular and modern like
4: slang and all that, and it did awesome sauce of, and all
1: of that yeah very like lead speak yeah but
4: he did say so i watched the japanese one the whole way through he did say awesome sauce but there there was very little douchebaggery uh with the exchange with millen about being is it's shown that he doesn't want a part of it he's playing nice yeah exactly so i really like that dynamic i'm so i, w- I would say actually anybody listening if you're going to watch this watch it in japanese because times that sounds different. like a legitimate problem in the way they made mm. his character in the english one
3: mm-hmm.
0: Even- yeah what but- i said about the about the lack of about the lack of ah. challenge as well i didn't like the show because of that because i'm like this is just ridiculous he literally has no challenge whatsoever
1: Okay, well, talking back about the whole English-Japanese differences. Um, the other thing I didn't like is with the dragon as well. In English version, they're swan friends, but in the Japanese version, they become family. Hmm. And he's just like, "I'll bestow this name to you, and we and we'll become family." And it's like it, it's that mm-hmm. it's that minor difference was kind of like, oh, okay like sworn friends doesn't carry that weight
4: Mm. if you know what i mean yeah yeah
1: so i don't know but yeah you were saying the challenges with him
0: yeah no lack of challenge every episode was it was in a way it's good It's it's sort of like a monster of the week show where the week the monster of the week gets defeated and everyone goes back to normal but everything he did was resolved in one episode it was like, oh, here is this way This is today's challenge, and it was and it's resolved. Yay! Okay, here's next way's challenge, and it's resolved. And it just sort of rubbed me the wrong way, and I thought maybe, maybe this time I won't feel that way. But it was, yeah,
3: it I,
4: was, yeah, it was just as bad. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, you're definitely not wrong about that. I, it started irking me, but it, I just loved this character of the slime so much that it didn't, it didn't get to that point for me that's
1: the same for me though like i can see why it's frustrating but at the same time it's such a yeah good concept and it's like not even great or anything it's just a uh, i'm interested to see where it goes because i'm not i'm not like against super op characters
3: mm, mm, mm. I mean, it's just I that
1: it. what's his end goal gonna be because it feels like it's oh we've got a mini village or like you know a small family of goblins and then it's like a, oh this has become like you know, a family of goblins and wolves and ogres, and then it's just going to keep increasing and increasing the the orcs and everything mm. s- from a village to a town to a city to yeah. the you know this country, this continent, uh, the world.
2: Yeah. It's, okay, it's again like the same yeah. problem that we've had a couple of times. Um, but you, if you're going to do like your your main character is completely flawless and a god and all that. You need to Hmm. write the story around that. You can't just have him, you know, be a god and all that and, like, try and make it, like, a regular thing. It needs to be the focus of it. Like, again, One Punch Man. The focus of that is that he is so strong and the point of that. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I I I won't harp on it too much because it sounds like you guys had a lot more fun with it than I did. The only other sort of thing that I was a bit... Uh, the time where it came out the most, I suppose, is with the Jura Forest Alliance. And they're immediately like, well, of course you're the Chancellor. Like, surely somebody else should be the Chancellor. Someone who's got connections. Someone who knows more about what's going on rather than just this slime.
2: I
1: I think thought the... uh, Sorry, Sorry, Ty, go ahead. Oh. I thought they would have made the blacksmith or something into the Chancellor.
3: Hmm.
2: I think the idea was he was the strongest one and he was clearly the one with the most um, power and act. He did have a connection to everyone there, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I, I mean, think that was kind of a thinking.
3: That's yeah. right. I
4: mean, even with that, it, wouldn't... it was under his leadership that it all took place in the first place. I mm. feel like it was a kind of trial by fire the whole way through the show and it culminated in that title where, those, as, as you guys said, those connections are ones he made along the way. And I realise he's completely oblivious. He's got very little experience in the world, but mm. I feel like, in terms of um, comparatively, I feel like sadly he was the most qualified.
0: Not fair enough. Like, yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that makes sense if you put it that way. But well,
1: are... also like what about the dryads? But then I think they only appear if it's in D- dire need, maybe.
0: Yeah, I'm not too sure. I, I maybe yeah, they also can't the forest or something.
2: Yeah. Also, no one really, mm. no one really trusted the dryads to do what was. Best for people. They were literally we're protecting the forest, not yeah. mm. the people within the forest.
0: That's fair. That's true. Anyway, we won't we won't harp on yeah. any more bad stuff. What would you guys say? Uh, did you have any character you connected with the most, or anyone that you thought was particularly worth
2: noting? No. <laughs> Rob Daniel. Yeah. I
1: rather love I
2: rather love Vesta. Um, the whole. Like after, like he's realized, oh, my pride just cost us so much. He becomes mm-hmm. the most enthusiastic helper. It's like, yeah, hey, no problem, buddy. You want that? I can, I can make that.
0: Fair, that's fair.
1: But I feel like that only came about because of his own, like, flaws. But even then, like, it wasn't even a cost us that much. It cost the what's his name, Kaido, the blacksmith, the yeah. the smith guy. The dwarf. Yeah, it cost him that his job, and then he was exiled. And then only after Vesta was exiled, or like, you know, um, told never to show his face again, did it kind of occur to him that, oh, I've done the wrong thing.
2: Well, no, it occurred to him before that. It occurred to him when the, um, the king just laid down a verbal beatdown of, I know everything that happened. I yeah, know that I mean. you are it- a dishonorable piece of shit. And yeah I but will have he had how many illness. years
1: to own up to that mm. and only when the king decided look i know the fuck what's going on he's just like ah oh, shit i'm caught out like i'm caught out of the lie sort of thing mm. yeah but it's and also the, the um, consequences piling kind of got him to i don't know but
2: also, yeah it's also the king pointed out just how powerful rimuru was and just what kaijin's short not kaijin's um vesta's short-sightedness feud with the blacksmith was and it was just oh we could have had something great with the slime and i just pissed everyone off i see that i'm a horrible person now okay thanks bye
1: That's fair. i took that the other way way um yeah they could have had something great but then the king said get out of my face and then he was like oh fuck hmm? i've done something wrong like you know i've you know there's no going back now
0: Fair enough. I think yeah, it's up. To, I think maybe it was up to interpretation on that side of it. That's yeah. that's understandable. My my favorite. Well, Rob, did you have a character you connected with, or you had was a particular note?
4: So it kind of ties back to what Ty was saying about building the city. I realized when you guys were talking a little while back, I really like the show because of that city building and because of that diplomacy. Hmm. Um, so if I was to say one character, it would unfortunately be Rimuru despite the fact, oh, not even despite the fact, but it's almost like, I love, okay, so love video games, love min-maxing. He happens to get the OP abilities, as Daniel pointed out. I really liked watching it play out, Um, and I liked his motivations. I liked how he wanted it to be peaceful, and he wanted to more or less get everything off his plate so he could sit back in the hot tub with his three hot uh, colleagues, I guess. <laughs> I really like that. Like, it, I, I see where it, where it became a flaw, where it's a Mary Sue, whatever it is. But yep. mm. I quite like the character. That's um, fine. That's no, that's just, that's just fair because enough. he had like relatable goals, I guess. Mm.
0: That's fair enough. That that makes sense. Just because I didn't like him doesn't mean that he's a bad character.
1: Mm. <laughs> he's a good character. It's just that the thing I don't like is that it's it just it's too easy. Mm. Like everything is basically handed to him. Mm-hmm. So, like, even with the alliance, yeah. like, it, it was just a, ah, oh, you, you defeated that monster. Ah, oh, yes, of course we have to be an alliance with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I mean, that could go either way. It, that could be, a, oh, he's a threat to your city. Do you know yeah, what I mean? But now oh, he has healing potions, so of course we want to, mm-hmm. you know. It's just the OP abilities upon. Uh, I don't know. Either way. It's I mean... a good story, like, it's a good uh, anime but it's just bland. There's no mm. spice for me. That's
0: fair enough. Well, that's that's understandable. Uh, in terms of my, my relatable character or the character of note, mine would have been Ranga. That giant dog or giant direwolf was the best character in the whole show. It was, it was so oh, was, honestly, he was yeah, so excited to follow Honestly, He was so excited to be yeah. near Rumuru. He was fantastic.
2: <laughs> Ranga was actually great. Yeah, Ranga was fantastic. Especially... Mm, yeah. um. Just every time he just basically reverted to a giant dog I was just like yeah. <laughs> tail wagging, master, master, excellent. Let's do this.
1: Yeah. When sister, he had threatened the kids as well,
0: yeah. Especially like when he first like he's like, oh god, he's the son of the guy I just killed, uh, son of the leader of the direwolves. wolves. You are you gonna harbor any ill will? He's like, nope, you're my master. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good.
1: Well, that makes sense for in the in like w- a wolf like dog sense yeah yeah if they if the alpha is taken down alpha like the leader of the pack he's taken down that person who's taken them down would yeah automatically become well. the new leader
0: yeah no, it may, that's why i realized it made perfect sense i like that a lot uh did you have any uh, of the goblins of the goblins you can remember what was your favorite goblin
2: the elder to be honest the fact that's that he good. went from like yeah the fact that he went from like this ancient crippled thing to suddenly I have muscles and great and I'm above.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was funny.
4: That was funny. Rob? Uh, I didn't really have... I guess I liked Gobutar just because he was such a dropkick of a character, but also <laughs> he pulled out in the end. Hmm. But on talking about uh, Ranga, I really liked, like literally, five of my notes at separate times I just in all caps, AWOO! Because every time he uses his lightning, he just howls, and it it's just so, Fantastic. so nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice.
0: That's awesome. Ty, did you have a favourite goblin?
1: I mean, yeah, Gob-tai. It is pretty fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Gopta's great. I like Govta a lot. Maybe it's because he's so recognisable with his face, even with his name, he looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so
3: silly.
1: What about the ogres?
0: I couldn't remember the name of the guess to be honest with you.
1: Okay. All I remember I like is
0: Benny Maru. Average looking.
2: Sorry, Daniel.
1: He remembers Benny Maru. All,
2: all I remember is Benny Maru, and I can't even remember. I think he's the red or blue one.
1: Hmm. The red one, yeah. Yeah,
0: I yeah, like the one the who looked one. really, really average. They're like, you're handsome. You're handsome. You're okay.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the Smith guy, yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, the blacksmith. That was fun. That's
1: funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, were there any elements of the show that you guys specifically, like, obviously I shat on it a bit at the start of the, at the start of it, were there any parts that you guys thought were particularly great and it was worth, like, worth the price of admission, basically?
4: Um, I really, so, some of the things that I really liked, apart from him swinging on the, uh, spider majig, spiderweb, was him farming early game, I felt that in my soul. Um... (laughs) Him humming to himself while he's lost in the cave, I felt that. You know, him, him celebrating the fact that he's got a voice now because he ate the bat by singing. I felt that. Like it, little little things like that. Well, also, he, at the start sold me on the whole series when
2: he finally gets taste buds back again, and it's like I want to eat with my people.
4: Yes, yes, and he drinks the drink, and he eats the meat, and the whole village celebrates because the slime likes the meat. It's like, that's so good.
3: <laughs>
2: um, however, there it's is one awesome. other... There is other one great scene, and that is when he starts creating manga from memories and his yes. abilities. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> I like that a lot. That was awesome. Just such a mundane utility, and how pissed off Great Sage gets As like, Yes! This is, this is the, the greatest thing movies. I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> Funny. <laughs> one, one other thing I really liked was the slime after he unites all these various races, he's laying down the law and he's like, okay, first of all, we don't kill humans. I like humans. In fact, we don't kill any anything that's lesser than nobody is lesser than Mm. meanwhile he just spent five episodes killing everything in sight in a cave (laughs) and then they celebrate by going on a hunt to kill deer and shit it's like (laughs) what it's like at least be vegetarian or something come on slime (laughs)
0: get your act together slime
4: i didn't really like (laughs) (laughs) i just thought it was so like it was such a night and day thing it's like Look, we're a pacifist colony, you're not allowed to kill anything, BRB, gonna kill everything in the cave, and then I'm gonna kill all of my problems.
0: <laughs> I did quite like the, the concept of the world, just speaking about like the, the monsters and stuff, about how there was so many monsters, and it was just like, it was a lived-in world, it wasn't like, mm. oh, this is the town that we're in, and it happens to be uh, everyone town, it's like, no, no, this is elves and dwarves, everyone else can fuck off.
1: It makes sense. Is what. That's
0: yeah. what I think. Yeah. Yeah it, it was a, yeah. it was a good good experience in the world building. I really enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, but what, the entire world they built was interesting and made me want to like learn more about it.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh I
0: mean I don't really have anything else to say about it, to be honest. It wasn't oh, it I mean, wasn't super like visceral. It wasn't super something you have to think about. It was pretty straightforward. Slime mm-hmm. comes to world. Slime takes over world.
1: Huh. I you really can't. liked how the Veldora, Veldora dragon. The the uh, I really liked how Veldora, when he met Rimuru, was super like tsunetere. Yes. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it was super cute. And <laughs> I loved it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I also really like bordering on that was how much uh, Rimuru was bashful about the women and the men. So when the ogres... Oh, ogres? Yeah, when the ogres evolved and they all looked handsome, the blue ogre is like, damn, he's handsome. And then every time he did something competent, he's like, damn, this guy's handsome. (laughs) And it made it... I don't know. For me, it made it super, super funny. Because it's like he's He's getting... He's going crazy over all the tits. And he's like, every opportunity he gets, he turns into a slime and rubs up against him. But also, it's very... Yeah. It's very nice that way as well. I feel like wears- that's
1: kind of modern in a way. Sorry, Daniel.
2: I was saying he wears his secretary boobs as a hat a lot of the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ah yes, mm. like many men. <laughs> 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 that's even funnier because they're not responding. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I have the no whole- comment. <laughs> um like with the whole um he found the men handsome and You know the whole boobies situation. I I felt like it was very modern in a way where he he's a slime and he was all like, "Oh no, I'm sexless." And then when he got his when he gets his human form, they were like, "Oh, when's your boobs coming in?" And he's just like, "Shut the fuck up." (laughs) But then they start calling him sir, so it's just very it it was very like non-binary and like androgynous sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. also, you know, with the whole yeah, Yeah, but also Mm -hmm. finding both like men and women. Uh, like attractive, it was like it could be very like, pan or bi as well. That's but I'm great. like, yeah, and I, I was like, I feel like they're definitely getting more modern mm. as a uh, no, getting and uh, the anime um, industry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're trying to include a lot more people, which is great. Mm. I think that's really. Really more, sweet. More
0: representation is always good.
1: Yeah, of course. Mm. I didn't like how he was like, oh no, I'm sexless. But it was just like, oh, well, you know, this is what he has to do. Well, on bad year, point.
2: Was yeah. <laughs> also, on bad point, he's voluntarily sexless. Se- sexless. What do you mean? Sexless. Mm, he yep, yep, controls exactly. the form. So if he wanted Mr. Johnson, he could have Mr. Johnson. Yep, exactly.
4: Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I thought he couldn't. He could only replicate what he's eaten and because um in his form and because he is inherently sexless, that's why the human form took on a sexless body.
0: No, that that was the masculine form because he he did a feminine oh, form. Oh he did, as well. that's right. And he's right. like, Oh this is Shizu, I don't like it.
1: And he did it older as well. I remember yeah. that now, you're right. Yeah. On that side, I was I actually
0: quite disappointed that he got a human form. I would have much preferred the show to just have him be a slime all the time.
1: It would have made it more fun, I think. Yeah, yeah
0: it would have been a much more... I think that would have been much more exciting, like, oh! There would have
1: been way more challenges mm. as a slime, mm. convincing mm. a village or, like, you know, yeah. a city to be like, can you trade with me, please? Yeah. Or
0: even negotiations, everyone's around the table, he's just sitting in the middle of a table, like, I'm a slime. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think of his getting a human form?
2: Honestly,
4: I was... I didn't...
2: Oh, go, Rob.
4: <laughs> I didn't mind it at all. I... I, I agree with you. I didn't warm to his human form pretty much at all. Mm. I feel if it was an adult, I would have warmed because he is an adult mentally. So the yeah. kid kind of threw me. Um, if he, you, you know, if he turned into an adult man, I'd be like, yeah, no, it jives. He's an adult man. He's a leader, et cetera. Et cetera. Mm. With a slime, it has that room for ambiguity. It's like, where does a slime sit? Should he have wrinkles? It's like it doesn't stand out. But him being like a little kid as a leader, it's like eh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But I see we, I see what you mean. But yeah, I think I would have been more for it if he could have been an adult. But that's about it.
1: Mm. I definitely relate to that. I, I definitely get what you mean, at least.
0: Yeah, Daniel. I think you were interrupted.
2: Honestly, I don't have a problem with the human form, like. It kind of made sense I'm um you know, that like you know once he ate a human, he would get a human form. Mm. Um and I think it kinda of gave an interesting drama point of like it's Shizu. It's that's his form. And mm. just that constant reminder and you know that, that whole twist on the prophecy, she will be with you forever. And she is. So I honestly didn't In really belly. A- yeah. <laughs> And the whole, you know, like, it's a 37-year-old man as, like, a 10-year-old kid. That's just anime. That's just... That is just... That happens... Like, again, when I was watching, by grace of gods, a 47-year-old man becomes an 8-year-old kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair
3: enough.
1: Uh, look, I can also get it, in a way, because he was a 37-year-old man, and he, he's more familiar with a human body than a slime body hmm. and even in the anime they don't really specify how long he's been a spl- slime
0: yeah like, we don't know how long he was in the cave i know they, they were in the, the forest dragon. for
1: like two years or something but that's two years versus 37 years of human mm. human body possessing and-
4: <laughs> yeah in fact they go through the process of him refamiliarizing himself with the human body and he's like oh i missed this i missed that blah, yeah blah, blah. so yeah. It,
1: it, it does make sense in a way but it, i feel like as a plot point it would have been way better if he didn't get a human form for a long time.
4: Mm.
0: No, that should have been the end goal, essentially, to become a human.
1: Yeah. Or to retain... Yeah, yeah. I get you. Ah, either way.
0: That makes sense. That's all good. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, because I didn't really enjoy it that much, I don't really have much to say on it, so I don't know if you guys have anything else that you wanted to raise about the show, things that you particularly enjoyed, things that you thought could have been improved.
2: The, um, the biggest, in
4: a general <laughs> sense, I felt this was just like a better re-zero. Like, it hit a lot of re-zero points to me, especially the flying big bad. Um, mm,
1: the flying big bad? And I bad. felt
4: it was just... Sorry?
1: The flying big bad? I do not get it.
4: Yeah, the the, the the sharks, the big blue dude. Um, sharks?
0: The sharks in re-zero. The, the
1: oh! Blue. Oh, okay, yep. Okay.
4: The, the three whales from well, Weez- Not three. The one whale that could, you know, pretend to be like three or four whales or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that whole, like, I thought Five, we were talking about
1: the slime boy. That's why I was like, I'm so confused. When was oh. there sharks in the show? <laughs> you yeah,
4: know, there were the the steel sharks. Steel oh sharks yeah, the steel 13... sharks. <laughs> yeah. So it like it had very similar themes and it hit a lot of similar notes, both visually, storyline, um. But I felt it just it, it did a lot of things better. I feel. Hmm.
3: Fair enough. Um.
0: Daniel. Also... Oh, uh, Daniel. Interrupted by Rob.
2: Daniel. As is the theme of today. Um, honestly, my biggest, my biggest problem I had with it. And I know this is a minor gripe compared to everything else and the actual genre. Oh no. Just the amount of gratuitous boobs and just (laughs) how, how, how many various ladies are you going to befriend who don't understand the concept of clothing?
1: Or personal space. <laughs>
2: or personal Dude, space, right? Like, yeah. it's just. I understand that it's a harem anime, and I understand that it's Japan, but it's just like none of I... this is none of this is really plausible or even entertaining. At some point, it's just like really the the ogre turned I... into a a, um, a secretary who whose top is very low cut. <laughs>
4: mm. I have to say, unfortunately, I think I'm being weebified or whatever. But it it did, since Re Zero, I think I've really warmed to the whole thing. It didn't bother me in the slightest. Maybe it was just show specific, but I see where you're coming from though. It was very, very obvious.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of fan but if it's like a little bit, I'm not i uh, I'm like whatever. If it's like the entire show, then it's like ah. Uh, What?
0: (laughs) Let me introduce you to a show called Cager.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like I think that's why we stopped watching it because it was just literally butts and boobs and they fight with their butts and their boobs and they have little like finishing moves where they're like, you know, body slam with their butt and stuff. And it's like a vacuum cannon that takes all
0: your clothes off. (laughs) Are you kidding me?
1: Like that sort of thing, when it's like outright sexual and outright like boobs and butts in your face and like jiggling all over. It's just like I What am I watching this for again? (laughs) (laughs) But like I I felt like this was kind of tame. (laughs) Mm. Which is why I'm like, whatever.
0: (laughs) I did like that Rimuru sometimes actually bathed with the men and he was like, I should have been with the women. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty funny. True that. Mm
4: -hmm. And then he actually bathed with the women and he was way too timid i guess to take advantage he was just like oh god oh god yeah he's getting out of the bath oh god
0: yeah i think he should have lost his predator skill for that because he said he was gonna be much more aggressive in pursuing women and then the first opportunity comes and he doesn't pursue them he should have lost that predator Mm, skill
1: yeah but then how is he gonna like have any kind of relations can he just form the thing and (laughs) do stuff well i mean he
0: had the abilities from all the animals that he ate i'm sure one of them had a prehensile penis or something
1: Oh god, interspecies sex.
2: <laughs> anyway. It's gonna be it is gonna be interspecies.
1: I don't know. It it's definitely gonna be interspecies.
0: There were other slimes in the bath that were never addressed where they came from, so maybe not.
1: Anyway, uh there's another point I wanted to bring up was a source of energy for for the slime. Uh right? I said no need to eat veggies. Turning into a human. No mention of energy source except for Magicals. Oh yeah, because he kept, because he was literally the, using mimicry to be a human the entire show, so and I'm sure that would have taken up some Magicals mm. or at least a lot of it but there was no mention of how he just maintains a like continuous... It's,
2: it's all hand-waved by the fact that at the very start he spent time in the cave and just got everything he needed. Like mm. that's why does he have a whole bunch of yeah. um, uh, uh, unlimited healing potions? Are of, of the best kind yeah, because then, he got all those herbs. It's all comes down to he spent time in that cave, basically. But it that's counterintuitive.
1: Uh, counter. That doesn't make sense then because when he was naming all the creatures, he shouldn't have run out of energy. Period.
0: Yeah, I, it's it's unfortunate. But it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like. Doing I, I agree. It doesn't,
2: and I agree. It doesn't. People... Ma- I agree. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. sense. It's just. It, they always hand wave it away as, oh yeah, 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 he got these magic herbs, he can, you know, make um, yeah. energy potions, or he, you know, he recharges or stuff like that. It's just yeah. hand waved away in nonsensical ways, basically. That's yeah. fair enough.
1: Look, it could be just like stamina and stuff versus magic, but then they specifically say magic when he's next. doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, the other another gripe I had with it was when the ogres met. Rimuru, they attacked him based on his mask, but then we see who they're talking about later, and it's literal clown masks. Yeah, it's not even and boring. it's yeah, it's not even like remotely close. So it's like, what the fuck? How did you get these two confused? But I get it. Plot point, like plot. Uh, it's to drive the plot, whatever. Hmm. <sighs> I actually did,
0: like while Ty's still going through that. I did enjoy the fact that Rimuru was the leader of his own story. Like he wasn't someone who lets the story happen to him. He was. I'm going to go through and I'm going to be someone. I'm going to do something. I'm going to happen through the story.
2: Yes. Yeah. He he was very much a, he he was very much a sense of, like his own agent in that
4: regard. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. That's true. Yeah, I really like that as well. Yeah.
0: Did you have any other notes that you guys wanted to to bring uh, up? Yes. Oh goodness.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, let's see what what did I write? Um, with the battle with the orcs, when they save Gabiru and Rimuru, is suddenly flying like what? When did he get wings? Also, tempest storm wolf. What the fuck? There was no mention of this before. They think he. They think we know what they're talking about. Like what? <laughs> is literally what I wrote in my my notes. <laughs>
0: They did cover up the Tempest Wolf thing, though.
1: Uh, No, no, no. Yeah, the Tempest Wolf they did, but then they suddenly it was Tempest Storm Wolf. And it's like, oh, okay, is it different to Tempest Wolf?
4: Yeah, it's what um, Rumoru... Rumaru got it before Ranga did. And Ranga was like, oh, shit. And um, I think that battle kind of unlocked it in him. Yeah. So Mm. Rumoru showed him, I think, by a lake. He was like, hey, by the way, check out this. Boom. Lightning into rock. Boom. And Ranga was like, oh fuck. <laughs> and I think for some reason that battle just kinda like unlocked that next step for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like they just kind of assumed we'd know, but I guess it does make sense at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but the wings <laughs> thing didn't make sense either. Like we didn't we don't see him eating anything that's for oh, the bats. I think we just missed it. I
0: think yeah. I, I think
1: it, I, I, I just didn't watch that bit with the yeah. bats. Because you did well, say he unlocks his voice with the bats.
4: He he did kind of eat a dragon. <laughs> but he didn't eat the dragon though, yeah, he, he ate the dragon's I seal. know, I'm just
2: playing. <laughs> I mean, they did look anyway, like bat wings, so that could easily be those.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I think we just didn't catch up, because we were just like, oh, what's this, the guys?
1: Yeah, we were watching it very infrequently. Because <laughs> so, it was very hard to watch again.
3: Mm.
1: Um, what else? Oh, this is something that didn't, like, that not didn't make sense, but it, it was uh interesting to me. When Geld, uh, Gelmude, or whatever his name is, um, the person who named the Orc Lord, I don't know. Geld was the Orc Lord, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, so when he kills his own ma- master, I think that was Gelmude, I mm-hmm. can't remember now, I didn't think they would be able to kill their own master like you're naming them you're giving them power I thought that would kind of form sort of some, uh, some sort of contract or like you know what I mean?
0: I know what you mean but it's yeah. never really it, it was never story. addressed
1: but obviously for a reason because it was just i I'm giving you powers that's it
2: hmm. yeah it was a hell and of thought a swerve that was interesting. but but it, yeah it, um, it did seem to imply that you know like I have I've given you power so listen to me but yeah, it seems to be right. nothing more than just you should be grateful to me than an actual compulsion.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. Like it's basically that they're free, cool, <laughs> but with extra powers. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and oh, sorry. Am I the only one with notes <laughs> or like gripes? You've basically
4: t- you uh, basically you basically hit I had on had everything notes. that I want to
2: say that I wanted to oh, say.
4: Yeah. So. Same here. I feel like it was just super charming, and I went through some of the stuff that made it charming for me and why I liked it. That's pretty much all my notes covered, yeah like
1: did you have anything yeah. you wanted to say Daniel no
2: nah, i'm I'm basically it like, oh, okay. I'm and basically then... done
1: okay I got two more two more points <laughs> so <laughs> one of the points is very basic. It was when the king Prepare. I can't speak uh when the king proposes an alliance, rumor goes. Uh, In the English dub, at least. He goes, well, it's not like I can refuse. And it's like, um, yes, you can. (laughs) That's literally what any kind of contract or anything is. Yeah. But like, I I get why he's saying it, but it was just, it was so dumb to me. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Because it seems like he didn't want it, but then he was, uh, I don't know. It was just dumb. And the last thing I had was the fact that we watched the English dub. Period. <laughs> because uh, like Zach had a Zach had like migraines like at the start of the week, so it was really hard for him to focus in general. And so we did end up watching the English dub just to make it easier on him, to, so we could actually finish the show. Period.
0: <laughs> and also the fact that I'm like I don't want to watch this.
1: Yeah, and yeah, yeah, he didn't want to watch it at all. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but I kind of. We talked about the English dub versus um, subs a while ago, and I can't remember exactly what we spoke about. But, the, but...
2: I, I remember what we said. We basically agreed that um, that dubs were better than subs, and that anyone who watches the Japanese version is inferior to those who watch the dubbed version.
0: <laughs> uh, no, that's okay. You're you're entitled to your wrong opinion, Daniel. <laughs>
1: But I figured out why one one of my what 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 one of my huge problems with dub is. I they use basically the same voices for each person, like not, oh not each God. person. Don't get me sound. <laughs> Like terrible. it was like two or three of the girls sounded exactly the same, mm-hmm. maybe with a slight pitch difference. But oh, no. even with the men, they there was very little differences where like i think in the, uh, halfway through the king gets a different voice actor as well and i was like what the fuck is this at least he sounds different and he sounds not like a king but he sounds
0: he sounds more regal more regal kingly.
1: yeah mm. and it it was just uh, i don't know
0: it just wasn't for you i it, think when it boils down to it's not for no you. It, it, it was not for you.
1: even like um age specific voices like, the elder for the goblin didn't sound super old. He just sounded like a young guy being like, I'm so tired. <laughs> like, you know? It, it It's very different when you have young children. The, the voices and, like, even in general, if you think about all the people you know who speak English, and um, they s- all sound different from each other. Very different. The, if you hear them, l- mm. like, mm. at the same time, you can be like, oh, okay, that person said this, this person said that. If two of the voice characters, like, you know, two females or something, talked over themselves in, in dubs, I feel like I might be like, mmm, yes. <laughs> well, you had that unless the, uh, unless it's super different. Mm.
0: Well, you had that problem in the uh, 24.5 episode where Ifrit was talking to Valdora. Yeah. And a couple of times you're like, who is talking? I don't even know who's
3: talking. <laughs> mm, mm.
1: Yeah, because it, it was just, it's so similar. They need... Like a dragon you would think would have some sort of like mm. like power in his voice. Or some gr- like some, some grif- or like something. yeah, some yeah. yeah, rasping or hoarseness. Mm. But there's no voice acting. It's just some guy saying words.
0: <laughs> it's not voice acting, it's a voiceover, is what you basically
1: do. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I guess. It, it's it's about the art of it. Mm. Like, yes, they can jump and like like he was saying, or oh, like, you know, voice Ah, like I'm jumping, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or like, oh fuck, I've fallen or whatever. E- even with Goku, he sounded very different. And like like you said, I never had a huge problem with Dragon Ball Z and that makes sense now mm-hmm. as to why. Because they all sounded quite different, and even though the like it wasn't super uh, like heartfelt, it was in a way Like you could you could hear it. Makes sense. I, I can't explain. It, it's so hard to,
0: it's hard to put into words.
1: To put in words, but it, it really like infuriated me. <laughs> where Malim, like, oh, what Malim, whatever, is meant to be, like, really young. She's meant to be like a ten-year-old, I think. It, she looks like a ten-year-old, or like a maybe twelve, but she sounds, not like that. <laughs> That's She right, just think... sounds like a lady.
0: Yeah, I think when it boils down to Ty, is that you don't like dubs, and if we can avoid dubs, we will
1: yeah basically oh like no I it's not that i don't like dubs like like
0: <laughs> the last two minutes would would be to different
1: no no like <laughs> it has to, it has to be different like even with like pokemon and stuff ash and brock sounded different mm. do you know That's what fun. i mean I, misty I, yeah. and her sisters sounded a bit different mm not much but i mean it worked even in one piece (laughs) the english dub it was they all sounded vastly different from each other Mm. there was intent to to you know have different characters and different voices surrounding that roles
3: Mm.
4: whereas a lot of what surprises me is that in so for instance the simpsons you've got let's say five voice actors doing 25 characters and they're all distinctly different exactly that it's like you've like, your job is literally to express differences, you know, in one personality and across multiple personalities. That's a- Like, there's, there's a great, um, not American Dad, uh, Family Guy. There's a Family Guy episode where three of the characters. So, um, it's, I forget who they are, but mm-hmm. the three characters are all voiced by the same guy and they have the same voice. And in this episode, they meet in the same room. And it's remarked on, like it's made a joke of, it's made fun of. It's like, wow, this is weird. We all sound exactly the same. Yeah, we all sound exactly the same. And it's like, and it's a obviously bad thing. And I I get where you're coming from. I don't understand why they don't go to even slightly greater lengths. Yeah. And I'm not
1: saying they like English dub in general doesn't do it. They don't do it well. I mean, in a way, like English cartoons do it fucking fantastically. Hmm. Like Avatar, even like Spongebob and stuff like that, like normal stuff, there is a vast difference in character voices and how they portray those characters using their voice. Hmm. It's I- just for some reason anime is not the same.
0: I think part even of it is lot, that they don't want to have an offensive voice. So like Spongebob, just as an example, is like Spongebob's meant to be annoying. Squidward's meant to be annoyed. So they have very specific archetypes they play to but when they're trying to do a translation from japanese to english and doing the anime they don't want to have a particular character that has a stereotypical archetype voice so i think I thought about
1: to... that too with accents and like if you try and make a um like inherently white character or in this case you don't know if they're like asian or whatever in thing because they, a lot of it's a in japan or outside japan sort of thing mm. and you don't want to give someone a inherently like bronx accent or like,
0: uh, are you calling out the greatest anime of all time Yu-Gi-Oh for giving Joey a New York accent no I really reason? don't
1: care I was actually thinking a black accent because I'm like that could be like you know cultural appropriation and mm. all of that but at the same time or oh, that could be like using uh, making people have negative ideas about that character based on their voices and all of that mm. or where they're from oh, they're, that character's from the Bronx whatever yeah. so I get not using specific accents but that's what I'm saying. Like we're in Australia, we know so many different peoples, and they just sound different. Hmm. Well, I
0: don't think it's I don't think that's something that we're going to be able to resolve today. I think that's something that's just this show didn't do a very good job with their dubs, especially of the female characters. Yeah, unfortunately. Did you guys have Can any I, notes on the show before we?
2: I, I do have just one point on the dubs, mm-hmm. and but I didn't notice anything that you guys were saying. <laughs> i don't know if it's just that i'm a potato or something like that but i didn't have a problem with it
0: <laughs> i think it's because we watch subs normally or that, and like it's so varied and it's so different like at a, even like yeah, i don't speak much yeah. i speak very little japanese which, but even yeah. just like listen to it i can hear which character is talking i know which character is talking whereas in this it was like who is talking what is
1: happening? Who is it meant to be?
0: Yeah, and so it, especially in the 24.5, where it's just a visual recap of what's going on, it took about three or four minutes before we could def- like actually discern Ifrit from Valdora.
1: And that's when they basically said, oh, Ifrit, oh, checkmate or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was just like, oh, okay, this is... yeah." Ifrit
1: goes that, oh, yeah. Basically I, when it's right in your face. Hmm,
0: so it could just be that we're not used to it, because you, you tend to watch stuff in English, Daniel, so you probably have more nuanced ears. For English,
1: maybe I watch a ton of English stuff though, like I mean, cartoons anime and stuff. Oh, Anime specifically, sorry.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. Whereas you know we like we watch stuff in English all the time we speak Yeah, well English. that's what
1: that's why I was like, oh, cartoons do it really well. Why can't anime keep up with them? Mm.
2: Really, Zach? I think it is more just the fact that I'm more cultured than you, and just in in in, in general a better person than you because I watch dubs. Look,
0: I mean, Funny. you can you can continue to think that. Uh, Robert, do you have any final notes before we wrap it
4: up? Uh, not really. I just really I enjoyed all the themes of the show. I enjoyed enjoyed the world building, the farming, mm, the 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 character, his cute little quaint humming and singing and celebrations. Um, I can see why it wouldn't be for everybody, but yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I'd probably honestly give it like eight point five, maybe nine out of ten. So yeah, really enjoyed it. Nice. I recommend.
0: Well, you'd be happy to know that season two hasn't come out yet. I was very confused. So the reason we did the time I got reincarnated as a slime this week is because it showed up in the simulcasting list. And I was like, oh, God, it's meant to come out next season. Why has it come out this season? Panic, move it to the front. The OVAs are coming out this season, not season two. (laughs) Season two is starting in uh, what they would call their winter 2021 season. So our summer. So that's gonna be. Yeah, we'll, so we'll have what, to revisit what, season two of slime.
2: What you're saying season. is that your one job you failed at. The one job you do for this podcast you failed at.
0: Absolutely, the one thing that I do. Never mind the editing. Never mind the Zach from the future. that The listeners are aware of, and you guys don't hear at all. What
1: Zach from the future?
0: Exactly. Whenever something <laughs> don't... goes wrong. This is a peek behind the curtain for Ty. Whenever something goes wrong. I record a little segment for myself being like, hi, Zach from the future here. Just wanting to let you know, blah, 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 blah. Like when we got the new microphone stands, I was like, we sound different. This is why.
3: Yes.
2: Personally, Zach from the future is my is my most hated version of Zach.
0: <laughs> it's because he's so smug. He knows
2: what's happening. <laughs> no, it, means it, no, it means if there is a Zach in the future, it means I failed at my job.
4: <laughs> I really like this Zack from the future thing. Really big fan. Keep <laughs> a, Keep doing that.
0: Oh, I do. Don't you worry. I, I almost every second or third episode, he's there. He's talking. He sees something.
1: Is he as funny as you are? Oh
0: no, he's very. He's pretty much just like this is a fact. I, Goodbye. I'm, oh,
2: I mean, it's a sucks. low. It's a low bar. It's a low bar <laughs> to be to pass. Um, Ty, it's a very <laughs> low bar to pass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, I have so, no
1: final points. It was just a whole bunch of shitting on Dobson. <laughs>
0: obviously (laughs) anyway so yeah if we can revisit uh time i got reincarnated as a slime starting in the winter 2021 season please join us next week when we'll be looking at is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon which season three did start this season and we should have started with that today Uh, if you want to contact the show you can email us at equippableallies at gmail.com
4: Oh God. Oh,
1: oh, God. oh, yeah. We, we're ending right now, huh? Yep. Okay. Um, you can also search for us on Facebook at Equippable Allies, which is one word, surprisingly, but it is.
3: Yes.
4: Uh, on Twitter at Equippable Ally. And our website, EquippableAllies.com.
2: And word of mouth really helps. So what I want you to do is I want you to go out into the street and spray paint Dubs not subs.
0: <laughs> and if you also want to rate this podcast in-app wherever you listen to, that would be fantastic. We would really appreciate a rating. And
1: please don't spray paint boards. Just buy us a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: thank you for listening.
1: Ah, <laughs>